The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Broadcasting live from the Toscano Cigar Soundstage in Salem, New Hampshire, USA. And broadcasting around the world, this is the Cigar Authority. Transmitting since 2010, the Cigar Authority is the longest-lasting cigar podcast ever. Grab a cigar and light them up, light them up, light them up. This is the Cigar Authority. Light them up, light them up, light them up, everybody. Saturday, October 2nd, 2021. Sometimes as a consumer, we buy the sizzle and not the steak. It certainly happens in the cigar industry where sometimes elaborate packaging takes priority over the cigar itself. The greatest cigar packaging of all time. Welcome to the Cigar Authority. And you are listening to the Cigar Authority now in its 12th year, making it the longest continually running cigar podcast. Awarded the Ambassadors of Cigars by Cigar Journal Magazine. Awarded the Top 10 Educational Podcast by Podbean four years in a row. The Cigar Authority is the most listened to cigar podcast in the world. Cigar Radio at its finest. The Cigar Authority is a proud member of the United Podcast Network. And you catch the podcast on demand at any time or our daily blog at thecigarauthority.com. Joining us today is a perfect guest on the subject. It's Eric Wentworth. He's the vice president of Hammer and Sickle, who have had elaborate packaging over the years. We have. Yeah. We definitely have. And thanks for having me, Thank, as thank always. you for coming on. Uh, so I would say your company went from elaborate to even sometimes crazy packaging Yep. Um, to more elegant... Um, Streamlined. Yes. Yeah, more... Uh, for a retailer, um, retailer friendly. Yes, definitely retailer friendly. Shipper friendly too. Correct, correct. <laughs> uh, so tell us about some of the packaging from the beginning. Uh, so the first package we had was the uh, Tradition, which came in the crystal box. Glass mm. box. So let's make the box out of glass. Eight pounds. Yep, per, um, per box. And that was just a shipping nightmare. It broke all the time and it, it was eight pounds. So, yes. you know, you go from $5 to ship a box to 15 Yeah. I'll have um, 10 boxes of, of Robustos, 100-pound package. Yep. And it's yeah. got to go in four different boxes. Yeah. It's just a nightmare. Um, and then we had marble. Yes. We've had Because the glass metal. wasn't heavy enough, so marble <laughs> with, with a metal plate on it. It was actually the same weight. Really? Yeah. All right. Look more. It's, yeah. You would think so, but yeah. uh, the same weight. Then we had the metal. We started to get a little lighter. Did the metal for Moscow City. And then we did leather and suede. Hmm. Uh, and then we had those spires. Uh, oh, yeah. The, uh, museum oh, yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. Giant cookie jars. <laughs> Three feet tall. <laughs> yes. Just that was unnecessary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like that one. <laughs> that project sucked. Um, yeah, so it was crazy stuff. And then uh, and, and we'll get to in the next hour. Um, the now that, great- well, that, that project, to Dave's point earlier about the sizzle, not the steak. So the Spire project was it became a way of moving through the older versions of Moscow City. Correct. Which that brand needed help. It needed some attention. Yep. So kind of brilliant making a giant cookie jar and putting cigars in it. Yeah. And that and it worked. highlighted it and, and it's sparked a little more life to it the, the whole thing was very interesting uh all the way through especially on the retail end somebody would come in and i needed a gift 
for somebody, and then you'd show them this elaborate mm-hmm. packaging with the cigars inside it. And to be honest with you, it wasn't like it bro- it drove the price up, which was very interesting because the regular consumer that was smoking every day is like, yeah, I don't want to buy another box of those. I got a box before, and I don't want to pay for all that packaging. When when it came down to it, the packaging on a regular wood product was not much difference than that product. What do you mean? I the cost of <laughs> that was the, a long way around on that question. <laughs> the cost of that glass box was not much more money than a wood box would have cost. Oh no, it was. It was. Oh yeah. Okay. It definitely was. All right. Um, it, we we were able to save some money for sure, and that's why we haven't taken a price increase in the past few years. All right. We changed the packaging, and we've been able to pass that savings along to the consumer oh. uh, by not doing price increases. All right. Okay. So. All right, so uh, now streamlined, easier. It's made of wood. It, it's like everything else, but you changed it up. You got you got some colors there. You got some different look to it. It definitely stands out in the. Tried shelf. to do it a little different, yeah. a little brighter. Um, you know, and, we tried to do the trademark in black and white. And yeah, when it's the displayed, piano it's piano keys. Right. So it goes Maduro, Connecticut. Um, just trying to still do it different, but great. A little All right. more affordable. Well, let's get to the first one. Uh, Barry, what do we have here? Well, today's first cigar is the Hammer and Sickle trademark, and it's manufactured in the Dominican Republic by Hammer and Sickle. The size it was spoken is a 5x50 Robusto, and it features a San Andreas Maduro wrapper over Dominican binder and fillers. It is part of the Cigar Authority care package, and yes, a lot of people in the chat room commenting, post office is back to having delays. A single cigar will set Barry's you back. Fault. Yep, a single cigar will set you back nine forty nine. Why a box of twenty is one sixty four ninety nine, which comes out to eight and a quarter per cigar. That's a savings of almost twenty five dollars or twelve percent off the box price on twoguyscigars.com. If you're too far away from a brick and mortar retailer that carries it, try twoguyscigars.com. That's the number two guyscigars.com. All right, trademark Maduro Robusto, and uh, those that did buy the. Uh, Cigar Authority Cookbook. You can now turn to page 67, where that is the trademark Maduro that's on page 67. And then we're going to pair it up in a minute uh, as we do that with the exact item that's on that in that book. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. And for those keeping score at home, we had 100% audience participation on that last cut. There we go. Hey, Eric, some, somebody named Oscar Butler says oh. he- hello to Eric W. Oh, he obviously Butler. doesn't know you because he says great guy. <laughs> I love I Oscar. I know Oscar Butler. <laughs> so he, where is Oscar now? He's in, probably in the Dominican, but I mean, what company? Is he working for I don't know. Job? We'll see if Maybe he answers. Look. There's a delay. Because so, yeah. Oscar, I'm coming down to the DR in uh, maybe like the 20th, 18th, 20th or something of October. Mm. So just in a few weeks. So the cold drawer on this is Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. Which I did I, that for you. Which I hate. Oh. <laughs> wow. Which I hate. <laughs> it's sacrilegious. That is, <clears throat> so not number one candy bar in the world. We'll get to the number two. Oscar says STG living in PA. Oh, okay. oh wow. Living in Pennsylvania. Oh, he writes a lot nice. with just letters. Yeah. It's yeah. a lot happening. Scandinavian there. Tobacco Company. We're going to light our cigar today with the Puffer by Vertigo. 
And Dave said to me, a pipe lighter? Just yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, listen. It was a pipe lighter. I can't do the same lighter every week. We've been slow shipped on some products. So when I get new product in, I'm going to show you new product. Right now, it's old product. Get on it, Alan. There we uh, go. So this I is the puffer. The puffer by Vertigo. <laughs> Just call out the guy's name. It is a soft flame. It is a pipe lighter. But because it is a soft flame, you can use it to light a cigar. And you also have your tools built in if you're a pipe smoker or just a cheap bastard. You can use the poker as a little uh, roach clip for the end of your cigar. Smoke it down to the very end. Or as I was showing you earlier, that the tamper you can use almost as a stand. For For what purpose? (laughs) To stand your lighter up. Because look, I can just just stand the lighter up. Or that. Yeah, yeah, why would I? Why <laughs> would I want it cool at an angle? And you do it like that. It doesn't isn't it like a um, golf, like the golf um, golf bag, bag. <laughs> golf bag that can't stand itself up. This can <laughs> a golf bag could stand itself up. No, it can't. Like that too. Yes, it can. No, it can't. Can it stand up? Yeah, they're stand bags. Uh, yeah, uh, stand push bag. it down. It pops one. out. The yeah. thing pops out. The yeah. golf bag can't stand itself up. If it didn't have the legs, it would fall over. It could stand up still. It could stand up still. You guys, you're not a golfer. I didn't miss this. <laughs> he came back early for it, though. He came back early for the drink. By the way, by the way, let me get this out of the way. Uh, Vince Hill in Pennsylvania, yes, a Vince listener Hill. to show a retailer sent yeah. back a gift for you oh, yeah. of your favorite size of cigars. Um, there's five Lanceros there for you. Oh yeah. Now this is getting out of hand. So thanks, Vince Hill. But this has to stop right no, now. No, it doesn't. This is the end. This is just Vince getting Hill, started. Th- Keep Vince doing will it. be the last There's one. more coming, buddy. No, there's no need. There's no need for it. <laughs> I heard Jay Bushy on the way back from his vacation stopped and went in your he office did. to give you a Medora Lancero. He stopped. He got a Lancero, and he was like, can you give this to Dave? I go, oh, no. You're, you're giving it to Dave. <laughs> uh, one of them, I don't know what it is. Huh. Yeah, I think... Uh, this might gold. be made at La Aurora, but I don't know what the cigar is. HV. Fancy band. R. Habana Viaje. I don't know what that is. <laughs> but uh, fancy looking. They all make that's how fish. to do it, too. A five-pack yep. of Lanceros. Yeah. Because that's what we should be doing to get rid of Lanceros <laughs> that don't sell. Is when somebody says all of the Lancero, oh, we have that available in a five pack. All of the Lanceros that we carry, both of them sell. Both of them, they sell. Yeah, they've been selling lately. They've been selling <laughs> lately. <laughs> but thank you, Vince Hill. <laughs> I will smoke them. You but will, but in the privacy any, of your office, yeah. yeah. they make my fingers look fat. <laughs> <laughs> I know what he's doing in there when the doors close, yeah. and I just yell through the door. I know what you're doing in there. <laughs> Not touching himself, he's no. smoking a lancero. <laughs> here is the cigar authority cookbook that's here. I turn to page sixty-seven, and Eric Wentworth has his orange fudge sickle. Yep, sickle. It's hammer and sickle. So he did fudge sickle. Uh, if you like a smooth, sweet martini and a cigar that matches it, try the orange fudge sickle martini and pair it with the hammer and sickle trademark Maduro cigar, which is what we were smoking. So uh, It's like we planned this out. Yeah. You got uh, hammer and sickle vodka, Grand Marnier, chocolate liqueur, and Starbucks coffee liqueur. Yep. And I'm partaking, hoping I uh, stroke out on the show. Mm-hmm. Why would we say that? Because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> 
So it says dark chocolate um, sizzling, but... Yeah, I didn't bring that. You didn't see it. I forgot that. That's the fanciness, but it's only for looks, right? <clears throat> it's just for looks, yeah. All right, cheers. Thank you. Good to have you on. Cheers, Every time everybody. you have Eric on, he brings booze with him. You got to mm. drink. That's how I roll. So Mr. That's John- a gentle touch. <laughs> <laughs> so Mr. Jonathan said, uh, yeah, Barry will probably get back in time for the show. And I said, no, he's saying he's not going to make it back. He, he, we'll see him the following week. He's missing the next two weeks. He goes... He knows we're serving alcohol on the show. He'll be there. I said, he doesn't drink alcohol yeah. anymore. He says, you want a bet? I didn't and know. I, and nobody would take the bet. He's here because so I'm here. I would have changed hands. Well, I'm actually here because I came back early because my mother-in-law is back in the hospital. I so. could have made $500 if everybody in the office just was willing to give me a little action. Yeah, everybody was not willing <laughs> to go for it. So uh, that was it. So uh, that's it. We're talking about packaging of cigars. Um, packaging provides the first impression of a product to the consumer. It is the strongest factor of influence in a purchase decision. Research shows nine out of ten consumers' choices are based on the packaging. Packaging of a product moves the consumer towards or away from it. So bad packaging can hurt a brand, or good packaging can help. Color, size, design, content are critical elements of packaging. They play a significant role in engaging the customer's attention. We've seen it in retail. When somebody comes out with something different, colorful or whatever, and without even guiding the consumer that comes in, you see like a magnet. They're attracted to it. What is that over there? The color of packaging is the first element to attract the consumer's attention. Research shows 62 to 90% of people's assessment of a product is based on color alone. The time and money that goes into the packaging of cigars is by far the biggest startup expense, time-wise and money-wise. The number of designs you've got to look at, the color schemes, the fonts, it's it's seemingly never-ending. Oh, my God. Now, Eric, I did a new project that's coming out in a couple of months. I've been working on it for a couple of years. It's a new Garofalo line of cigars that's coming out. Been working with awesome. Perdomo for two years. He said, you must have the packaging done at Rydeck in Holland. Yeah. This is where you want to do it. I got the bill for the bands. <laughs> it's- I could not friggin' believe he, it. He called downstairs and it's said, painful. I need you to read something for me. I go upstairs <laughs> and he goes, read that number. I'm like thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, it says thirty thousand. You get what 000. you pay for, though. That their stuff is. I have not seen it. They, it. They're done. I got the bill. I had to pay the bill, but I was like, "What the hell is this?" I mean, I'm not a guy to nickel and dime and make the phone call or something, but I'm like, <laughs> "There's an awful lot of nickels in there." Serious. It's very different. It's <laughs> wow. A very different bill than. Is that going to change? Just regular bands. So there's a regular line of Garofalo that's there. This is going to be the next line. This yeah. will be the Garofalo killer because it's going to look that much better because you paid $30,000 for the band. So this is going to be a very expensive experiment, but we're <laughs> going to have so both. Pissed. He's so pissed. You shouldn't have even brought it up. Holy shit. <laughs> he did get angry fast. He's, he's going Maduro, folks. Ted, <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Ted Hughes well, wants to know if it's going to come in a Lancero. No. Dave, no, it's actually bigger ring gauges because Perdomo was telling me that the, the Garofalo I have now, he says, what you need is more complexity with Garofalo, and I can't do it in a 50 ring gauge, so we got to go to a 52 or a 54. Yep. You're shaking your head. Well, I'm not going to smoke them now. I used to smoke the old ones. Well, the old ones are going to stay. Oh, all right. And they're, they're going to need help because this one should be outselling. Based you, on the information I'm saying. The can cup- you make fancy bands for the old ones? 
I don't think so. No. Can't be done. <laughs> he already paid that $30,000 yeah, bill once. Yeah, I don't think I could ever do what I just did <laughs> again. You, you know what I do with the vans? I throw them in the trash. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As you do the packaging. Yeah. But today's going to be interesting for you. The color or the colors that stand out among other packaging are, are difficult to ignore. Product categories uh, are also traditional um, with, with specific colors. I know when we talk about cigars or something, and, and Barry may say, I'm picking up cinnamon. Nine out of ten times, the band is red when he says it. Now, maybe oh. it's the manufacturer's. For, that's just it. for Barry, though. If I'm yeah, smoking I'm a cigar and I taste cinnamon, the cinnamon is. Only it. because he really yeah. can say cinnamon, and, and I always end up saying, oh, I'd make a note of that. Oh, it's a red band. Now, I say it. Yeah, this cigar, I'm okay. getting licorice. This is a black band. <laughs> because it's a black band. Yeah. Does it have. Seriously. Does it? No. No? Really. Okay. Uh, red is the color of choice that can't be ignored. Mm-hmm. Uh, attractive, so it's inter- interesting on the Garofalo one because I'm using a color that hasn't been used in a long time Ooh. in the cigar industry. Green. No. Pink. That's a bad one. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't like the color one. green. Pink. Orange. Orange. Ooh. Yeah. You paid $30,000 for orange. Could have just add, asked Ed Sullivan. He would have told you it's stupid. Yeah. We'll see. Oh, the, boy. The, the layout and clarity of typography matters. Um, the effective graphics that are used, and we're talking about all products, not just cigars, but um, size and shape of the packaging, which is interesting also. Research shows that larger packaging attracts the consumer far better than the perception uh, because larger in size is greater in value. Well, and look at, look at the toy industry. They are known for this. But spreading is, all the parts out yeah. and making the package, because you're going to wrap it as a present for a kid, yep. making that present as big as possible. But look at what Eric has done. He took his packaging and he streamlined it, which we said earlier, and made it easier for the retailer, which yep. we appreciate very much. So as you made that streamlined change and the packaging dramatically changed, did sales go up or down? And the unfortunate thing is COVID. You're in the middle of COVID, so that's the... the sales still went up, though. Sales went up. Yeah. That, that It definitely helped. I mean, for us, the biggest factor was shipping, too. So the retailer loved it because it displays easily. It looks good displayed out. Yeah. But the shipping went, you know, Texas to send 10 boxes was $300. Yeah. You know, it was ridiculous. And right now, could you imagine trying to ship anything now, like that? <laughs> yeah. You, it, it's worse and worse, but you're gonna. We're gonna talk in the next hour of a, a, a new cigar you have coming out, mm-hmm. which is a box of ten that is different. I mean, it's straight across. Yes, it's ten. So yep. um, we'll save that for later, though. Okay, we'll save that for <laughs> later. Uh, shapes are eye catching, and we've seen some of that in the cigar industry, especially limited release cigars. The quality of packaging material, which Here's the perfect example why having a guy on that made glass and marble and felt and <laughs> all kinds of different boxes, leather. Uh, look at things like Atabay, Byron of Jaws and fancy packaging. Davidoff has done, especially their limited release. Their regular line is, is kind very of plain simple. chain. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very simple. But so Atabay and Byron kind of did the same thing we did where we went like the higher end show pieces to start. And then as the brand got out there, you went to. Wood packaging. Yes. I mean, Byron Atabay's packaging is much different, right? I mean, it's a... Still with buttons and... Li- yeah, it's hinges. a very high-end box, yeah. but much easier than the jars to make, I'd assume. Yeah, I would think. So. Uh, more than 70% of purchase decisions are made at the point of purchase. Would you agree to that, with, even with cigars? <clears throat> you weren't listening. I was shooting. I know. <laughs> 
um, more than 70% of purchase decisions are made at the point of purchase. So they came in, they may have thought what's on their mind, but they come here. (laughs) That is redundant. No, you came in to buy a certain brand. I'm coming in to buy cigars. I'm going to buy a brand of such and such. You come in, you see something, and you say, I'm going to buy that. And it's, listen, they didn't smoke the cigar. They've they've changed their decision based on the packaging. Wow. Yeah. Or what you said to them also. I think that's Padrone people never do that. No. They nope. just come in and buy Padron. Correct. Yeah. Correct. N- name, name, call. Maybe you even see it in the liquor industry. Oh, that yeah. You win brand X, whatever it is. That's all there is to it. You see a fancy bottle of hammer and sickle vodka, and maybe you still say brand X, or you say, hey, what's that with the red cap on it? Oh, that's hammer and sickle. I'll have that instead. Yeah, I mean, that happens in every industry. Yeah. You know, you can sway someone's opinion by packaging, but there's still the person who's stuck. You know, the, the Bud Light guy. He yeah. goes to the bar, gets Bud Light every time. Doesn't matter how fancy the tap handle is or because they put a rind in it of an yeah. orange or whatever. You know, they still get their Bud Light. Look at, like, Perdomo's packaging. You walk into a cigar store. They got them across with the way it is and stuff, and you came in for cigars and... It's it, a billboard. You can't miss it. It is a billboard. Is there a magnet that says, okay, hey, what's up with these? What I find funny, and every single time this happens, a customer will be standing by the Perdomo case, not looking at it, but by it, yeah. and they'll say, do you have Perdomo? And I'll say, turn left. Holy shit. Like, how did I not see that? Yeah. Because yeah. it is a billboard. Um, so we have uh, the greatest packaging of all time. We went through uh, the hammer and sickle stuff. But we left out copper bands, Mm -hmm. Mm. that they made their bands out of copper. You couldn't help but notice. Is that over with? Yeah. That was more than (laughs) $30,000. Those sucked (laughs) to take off. Yeah. Uh, Silk bands, the package you have there. Listen, I don't save many cigar boxes. I had two cigar boxes in my office, and they're both old. And one of them is that. I still have mine. The second growth. Second growth, where the box is made of wood, but it's made from a Wine barrel. Yeah, so we had wine barrels deconstructed from Bordeaux, France. Yeah, sent over, and then we had a, a carpenter. shipbuilder in uh, uh, yeah in shipbuilder Portsmouth. in Portsmouth make them. It <laughs> was god. a whole process. We do nothing easy. Oh my god! Now just it's a, nuts. just turning the, around, but everything. Yeah. Was... Did you did you get the uh, second growth stamped metal for free by any chance? Were those on the barrels, or did you have to make those? Nope, those had <laughs> all us. Metal stamp plates that went on it. It It's an unbelievable product and an unbelievable idea because the cigars were put in there and they brought on the taste of wine like that happens in in, uh, whiskey barrels. It ended up happening in wine. but And I never saw anybody replicate it. It's very hard to. Yeah. (laughs) It would would be foolish to try to replicate it. The bands on that cigar were made of silk, which was the original cigar bands from way back. Silk bands again. All these things probably three dollars a piece. You know what yep. didn't, didn't happen in the cigar industry? You didn't get ripped off. In other words, other <laughs> no. companies saying, "I'm going to do that too." <laughs> nope, because they looked at it and said, "Holy God!" It's like me telling you, "Oh, not a good advertisement for Rydak for cigar bands," because I just told you they cost thirty thousand dollars. Yep. Holy 
God. <laughs> Anybody was thinking of that and says, you know, somebody says, we should contact Rydak, and you just heard this and say it was $30,000, maybe you'd say, let's not go there. But they the do quality, the best work. Yes, they do the well, best work. Yeah, I can't wait to see it myself. <laughs> um, but holy God, I'm, I'm still, that's the only a few days. That's it's, the part yeah. that he's pissed off about is he hasn't seen the product. That yet. is the worst. He's right the check you have blind. no idea. Oh, it'll be yeah. good, though. I need you to tell me if that really says $30,000 in the lower corner. <laughs> How about yeah, it does. Canisters. You made canisters? Yeah, that that's uh, one of the worst ideas for packaging because okay. display-wise, you just can't display it. Yeah, that's tough. It's yeah. got to be displayed on the counter by the register. It can't be in a humidor. It's just it's not a easy sell. So I got the top, top ones here. So hammer and sickle is right there at the top of – Packaging, holy God, uh, in the Definitely cigar Definitely brought him to the game. Yeah. Uh, another guy that did it also was Gurkha. Um, yeah. There's been lots of Gurkha packaging that's changed over the years. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, really, most most people believe that he's a packaging company, and he puts cigars in his elaborate packaging. Yeah. 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 That's how much it was. CAO, back in the day, they were big onto it. They did the oh. vision, which was it, you opened it up, and it lit up. That was beautiful. Yeah. I loved that box. Uh, but they also did the Sopranos, which was the back trunk of a of an automobile, yep. which was pretty cool. Um, and then um, next up is probably uh, a big one that started the, these guys, ended up starting this packaging thing, was a Toro Fuente. And they mm-hmm. did it even on the 858 box, yeah. um, that there's many, many parts to go into that regular regular box onto the Hemingways when they did the Hemingway yep. ones and then going super elaborate into Opus X and where they are yep. today on these. Wow. And I think I think on things like Angel Share with the Opus X, you go into a smaller subsect of that brand. Now you've got a red box with a lacquer finish. It really is eye-catching. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, in no particular order uh, at this point, I'm just going to continue to add on to um, these. And at the end of it, if you he- – See something that I missed, please throw it in. But later on, we'll get into uh, even bad packaging uh, as we go on with this. Now, but Dave, has anyone ever done a music box? Open it up and it plays Have a Cigar. <laughs> has anyone ever done that? Didn't I don't Avo, think so. It didn't open to play. Avo did the piano. Maybe, maybe you need one of those. Could do that. Smoke it's in your eyes. <laughs> By the platters. <laughs> That's a good idea. The Cigar Authority theme. Ooh. The one that Jonathan's brother did. <laughs> oh, yeah. It could be a Lancero. I thought for yes. sure he was going to play that <laughs> last night, perfect. but he didn't. Maybe the folks at Disney would have a problem with that because later I heard a song that <laughs> sounded substantially very, similar. Did. Yeah, And you don't want to mess around with Disney. No, no. no. You don't want to mess around with Hershey and you don't want to mess around with Disney. <laughs> right? I say mess with them both. Mm. I tried. Didn't go well. Nope. Represent yourself. Um, all right, so why does this pair? We're smoking a Hammer and Sickle Trademark Maduro. Very nice. I've had it many, many times. It's one of the few Maduros that I love. And this is actually a good drink. Awesome, because uh, you're not a drinker. Right. So, it um, tastes good. Well, I mean, it plays off each other with the chocolatey notes. Okay. Um, and then, you know, just for fun, you, you throw the orange in there and make it an orange fudgesicle. It, it goes well. Cause, I mean, orange soda goes great with cigars, too. I don't know if you've ever tried that. Orange soda in a Never. cigar is pretty good. I don't good. think I've ever done that. No. It's Orange soda in a cigar. Surprisingly good. Really? Yeah. 
It'll pull out the citrus notes and stuff. Barry, was there somebody that did reviews only using orange soda? Why it was grape I soda, I thought. Yeah, I think Jonathan might be right. With Doc. Grape soda. Rock was with Doc. Was that him? Somebody, somebody that was part of their ritual, they cleansed their palate with. I thought it was grape soda. <laughs> it was one of those early bloggers that we had had on. Okay. Which Maybe I, not Stogie Fresh. That's interesting. Maybe it was someone else. I wanted to do a vodka soda in the... Which would have been even funny. <laughs> yeah, just, because that's my delicious. go-to drink. This is delicious. And uh, if you want the Cigar Authority cookbook, how do you do that? How do you get it, Barry? Uh, the easiest way to go to is CigarAuthority.com. On the right-hand side, you click the link. It'll take you to TwoGuysCigars.com where you can purchase it. And you can also find it on Barnes & Noble and Book Baby. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but buy it from us so yes. more of the money will go to the charity. Charity, mm-hmm. yes, because they get a piece of it. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So, so, okay, so uh, early thoughts on the cigar. We all know this well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a regular rotation for us. It's a regular mover and shaker. Uh, I do find it, I think part of the pairing on this is that it. this is more of a, uh, like a 70% dark chocolate on the hammer and sickle. And then you add the sweetness with the orange and it becomes a complete package of that orange chocolate ball thingy from Christmas time. You love the drink because the, you've never drink your, your drink faster than everybody else. He's just got a problem. I just thought I there was you, more coming. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know that we only got one drink for the whole show. I, you said we were drinking on the show, which usually means there's John more than wind, one. Jonathan winds up in his uh, underwear. And after one more, yes. any problems you have with drunk Jonathan, you're going to have to take him up with drunk Jonathan next time you see him because sober Jonathan wants nothing to do with him. Do you, do you agree that two... two um, Martinis is like the number maximum. Oh, dirt, yeah. dirt is trouble. Yeah, martinis are aggressive. The only time I've ever been had a, had a problem at a place, it was the Punch Bar in Boston, and I had my third martini. Oh boy! And the lady came over and said, "I'm going to have to ask you to, sl- to get quiet." And I said, "Oh, I'm, I'm leaving now." I was on the third martini. I said, "Oh my God, it's true." And I don't know that I'm being obnoxiously loud at that point, but when the uh, waitress came over and said, I'm going to have to ask you to calm down or whatever, I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? That's all liquor. Time, time to I leave. I mean, it's really just all booze. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, I got 20 more of the best cigar packaging of all time and some of the worst. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Bar Winch, make me another. To some, tradition is a catchphrase. To us, it's a guiding light. For there can be no great future without reverence for the past. Hammer and Sickle Tradition Series cigars are handmade, employing only time-honored methods. Meticulously crafted of individually selected tobaccos, Tradition Series is a blend of three-year-aged Dominican Viso and Lijero, all finished inside a breathtaking five-year-aged Connecticut shade wrapper. Tradition Series from Hammer and Sickle. Live well. Romeo y Julieta Reserva Real Nicaragua, the Nicaraguan expression of America's beloved brand, Reserva Real. Reserva Real Nicaragua is a Nicaraguan puro, meticulously blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. The Reserva Real Nicaragua will take Romeo lovers and Romeo novices alike on a journey through premium Nicaraguan tobaccos. Reserva Real Nicaragua. It'll steal your heart again. Surgeon General warning, cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. 
It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lining up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium diamond crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or diamond crown lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. I want to talk to you today about my friend Glenn Case from Christoph Cigars. I've known him for many years. Glenn is a very nice guy, one of the nicest guys in the industry. Always friendly, always happy. So when I heard his brand Christoph was pissed off, I was surprised. Christoph Cigars have always been known as smooth and rich, and the pissed off Christoph is just that. But there's something else happening here. A natural San Andreas wrapper, the binder, Indonesian, and the filler, Nicaraguan. And like Glenn Case, the cigar starts off sweet, but then it gets pissed off. And like Bruce Banner, you don't want to piss off Glenn Case about Christoph cigars. Or do you? Expect some spins and a nicotine kick. Strap yourself in for a ride. Pissed off Christoph is deceivingly strong. You've been warned. Sold in 10-count boxes, four sizes including Churchill, 6x60, Robusto, and Corona Gorda. The hottest new brand is the Pissed Off Christoph. Take it for a ride. Since 1964, Padron Cigars have had the same mission. With over 50 years spent to create a perfect cigar, and more than 100 years to create a perfect legacy, The Padron family understands the significance of time. Padron delivers only the finest handmade complex cigars with the flavor of the Cuban heritage, out of which the Padron recipe was born. The Padron mission is simple. Exceptional quality of their cigars and not the quantity produced. As a vertically integrated family-owned company, personal attention to every detail is taken in all steps of the tobacco growing and cigar making process. Padron Cigars, they give you the cigar smoker, the confidence that each cigar is the same. Perfect. Padron Cigars, handcrafted since 1964. This is Nicholas Melillo, a.k.a. Nicaragua, from Foundation Cigar Company. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Yes, you are. And we're back. We're smoking hammer and sickle Tradition Maduro. And uh, we're drinking, page 67, uh, Eric Wentworth's Orange Fudge Sickle. And uh, if my wife, Laurie's listening, I may bring some ingredients home tonight because you'll love this. Delicious. Very good. Spectacular. I'm not into drinks. This is a delicious drink. I could drink another one. I won't. It's a dessert drink. Yeah? Mm, yeah. So it, it isn't a feminine drink? If, if I was to order that, is, 
It's <laughs> a man. It yeah, is. It is. Because <laughs> I col- like it. What I color like is the it. shirt you're wearing when you order it is the question. Yeah? Orange. If it's a pink shirt. But no, as a dessert martini, it's okay it. to order it. That's fine. So after dessert, after dinner, I'd say, oh, I'll have an orange fudge. Yeah. You go this an espresso martini, something like that. If I ordered this at a restaurant, would they be able to make this? Probably. Just by they would saying, have, I'll they, have Eric Wentworth's orange fudge sickle. Eric Wentworth, page 67? Yeah. Yeah? <laughs> all right. But no, they'd have all the ingredients there. Yeah, but I wouldn't be able to tell them the ingredients. I don't know what they are. Well, I have the book. But yeah, bring it with you. Sell yeah, them a copy. Yeah, exactly. With you always. Have it. Have, Just a have it there. The Doesn't everyone have one in their car? Right? I know. I it's a necessity now. You could do like the, the Chinese order, right? Just put yes. it on a laminated card. <laughs> all right. And, do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. All right. We did that last night at, at, at the. Uh, did you? We had the you Chinese went there. Food. I went to the Chinese restaurant and ordered the Chinese, and that's what we had last night. And uh, it was great. All right, we are talking about uh, the greatest packaging of all time, and we're going to move on to selected tobacco. Yeah, uh, we talked about the jars and stuff, but again, beca- became becomes a problem in the humidor. Yep. But I think gets a t- the initial attention, the early on attention to it, in moving on to. Humidor style boxes. That's what I'll call that because, yes. uh, you know, besides having a humidifier in there, those boxes, like people will say, can I use a cigar box as a humidor? And the answer is no until you get to something like that. Yeah. That's a humidor. It, it works that way, uh, as does um, the Cohiba Bihike, sure. another standout yeah. packaging um, and able to. Garnished that $75 cigar. First one I ever had, Eric uh, Hansen brought it back for me, and we smoked the cigar together. It was Back in those days, it was in the three-pack yep. of how it came. Yep. Um, another, you know, I told you I have two boxes of cigars that are in my uh, office. One is the second growth box. They don't make that cigar anymore. And the other one, I believe they still make the cigar, but this is how the box came on the original Padron 40th anniversary. That's unreal. That was the box of cigars. It's numbered in the back of it. By the way, the um, second growth box is numbered, and that's number yeah. three that was in there. Yep. And I held on to that, and then there's trays of the Ooh. cigar, and that's the torpedo that um, the 40th anniversary is with trays of it. And the only way to reorder that cigar when it came out is you'd remove the trays. You'd send the trays back to them. They'd refill them and send them back so you could reorder it. And that was 15, 16 years ago. Yeah. What other ones do they do like that? Because they have the 50th, right? 50th. Well, the 50th is interesting because you it's more automated. You have they, they have your email address, and they say, okay, this is available. Yeah. Would you like it? And then you say yes. And it, and it goes to the retailer that you bought your humidor from, oh. and that's where you would pick it up. And they come in kind of plain Jane, but it gets count boxes, and then you five thousand dollar humidor. Then you put it in the beautiful. Yeah. Then it goes in the five thousand three hundred dollar humidor. That thing was is beautiful. Yeah, yeah. So that was another one. So three things in a row, all Nelson Alfonso. Um, yes, actually, Nelson wow. Alfonso did all three of those packaging. So he's mm-hmm. a packaging design guy. It's impressive. So he, he did that. Uh, as he did some things for United Cigar, like the La Giana packaging, which I w- would not include uh, in this group at all. Um, some United Cigar Why? stuff. Why? Because it's not orange? It's not hmm. orange. I would say La Giana should be in for the idea behind it. Yeah, yeah. Where it but was reversible. If, if you 
take some of the things United did as far as packaging, the item that never came out, which was the Stadium Series. I, yes. Unbelievable, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Unbelievable packaging. And something that's coming out um, in the next two weeks, I believe, is the cigar bar. You remember the original one? You I, worked for me at the time? I did work for you, you at did. the time. The <laughs> cigar bar. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> major issue with that with our, uh, our friends from Hershey. Thank Happened you, Hershey. Quick. We're, we're cool, right? <laughs> so uh, you're going to have <laughs> issues with the uh, fruit-striped gum people on this one? <laughs> I don't think so. All right. So no. I didn't have anything to do with this. It was Oliver's design, uh, <laughs> Oliver Nouveau, but uh, I think he did a good job with it. But the idea of that ongoing was we had a major manufacturer make the original cigar bar, and they took an existing product that they made, which was a round cigar, (laughs) they box-pressed it, and that's what went inside the cigar bar. So here it is, all this time later, we're coming out, we'll say, okay, we're going forward. He's looking at all these ridiculous things I did and say, this should have been good. And I said, well, you know, the problem was... Hershey, well, that was a long time ago. They wrote, they got over it. Statue of limitations or something. Well, that one also looked identical to a Hershey Yes, bar. it did. It so did. at least the design the a font, little different. The color. It was spot on. So Oliver went to uh, Aladino, uh, Justo Aroa, and said, this was the idea originally of the, uh, can we take an existing product of yours, uh, the Aladino Corojo, all Corojo, wrap a filler binder, and you don't make a box press, box press it. And this is how we're going to put it inside here. And it's one and done. And then we move on to another manufacturer, much like the firecracker happens. And he loved the idea of it. And COVID happens. It doesn't come out last year. Here it is this year. It's ready to go because we need it for Halloween time, right? So uh, here it is ready to go. And I believe uh, all of us out there selling to retailers um, from now till next week. He'll line everything up, who's getting what. And um, we should have it. In two weeks or so. I think we have a date like Beautiful. the 16th. October 16th in store, October 18th online. Okay. Mm. Will you put some of those aside for me? I'd like to purchase them when they come out. Absolutely. Now, the, and, and later in, in January, February or something, we have we bought a bunch of bulk so we could have them for the care package without oh, nice. um, yep. um, candy bar <clears throat> style, but box pressed because what we're going to do is smoke the cigar in the round and smoke it box pressed. The same exact cigar in the round in box pressed because I did. It's yeah. very different. And we did that with Hermitage. Different. Okay. Who himself was on and said he was surprised at how yeah, different it is. I couldn't believe it. Burns a lot slower in the box press. Yeah. Here's another product ready to come out, which is the uh, Black Bomb, which looks like a pack yeah. of firecrackers. Oh, nice. It's the Black Bomb. This is interesting with the manufacturer who did this. They said, yes, I'll do it, but... I will not put my band on it, nor will you say that I'm the manufacturer that did Cause, it. Because they think it's dumb, or I don't know. Huh. Wow, you asked the know. hard questions, Eddie. <laughs> but I know, but I know I can't say I can't Holy say who it is. Wow. But yeah, are they embarrassed about it, or um, I, I don't know. What well, that part—it's that... not—it's not all of his marketing on it saying we're not telling you who it is. It's the manufacturer themselves that don't want their name attached to it for the whatever reason. Folks that came to um, smoking karaoke last yeah. night. They bought, loved it. They bought black bombs two to one over the cigar bar. Mm. Well, well, that was an early release last night for, for yeah both. Well, and, or, that, and that black bomb was another interesting thing that was supposed to come out last year. They were up, we have them all, yeah, and um, they didn't come out because um, he couldn't get them out. 
see retailers and yeah. whatever he was going to do. So that that never happened. Um, Padrone, we did. United, we did. Camacho Diploma. Remember the mm-hmm. original Camacho Diploma that the came out? The ones you had to unscrew? That box. No. Okay. This was a triangle box. Okay. The top slid off. And then you would imagine, okay, I can shake the cigar out and the cigar's going to pop up. But it was a bundle <laughs> inside, paper cover bundle. Now, how the hell do you get that cigar out of paper cover <laughs> yeah. bundle? And you try to stick your finger in it and use your fingernail <laughs> to try to cut it. It was impossible to end up doing it, but the cigar sold and the people would like, how the hell do I get the cigars out Why of Why is that on the best packaging? That's the worst packaging. Because it brought that brand to life. Okay. Uh, Camacho Diploma was not only an unbelievable cigar, but I think that packaging was something. That uh, they don't even make screw though, too. Yeah, they the don't even make the screw. diploma anymore. Right. Same style. When they put it on a regular box, it didn't work. Yeah, even with the piano finish and all that yeah. stuff, it just it died yeah. on the vine. The, the idea was it was hard to get that cigar out. So they, I believe they remade it. It helped. Yeah, they did. They and they put did it the, the screw box on the bottom yes. where you needed the tiniest little screwdriver right. to get the screws out. <laughs> yeah. They and that was obnoxious. Yeah, <laughs> it is. And they also did Liberty, Camacho Liberty. Great cigars. Uh, unfortunately, they stopped doing it. I, they jumped a shock with it. I mean, it was a mm-hmm. moderately priced brand that all of a sudden got into the over $20 price range for a Camacho smoker. Didn't make any sense. And it was because of the they, And they also, they also stopped doing the mild versions. 80% of the world smokes mild cigars. When you, when you come out with a Liberty, and these guys have been smoking it for years, collecting the boxes, and all of a sudden it's a powerhouse, you just they dropped, yeah. they dropped customers. They yeah. dropped the ball. Uh, Perdomo Silvio. Remember that? Addition to Silvio. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great box. When that yep. came out, they had with shavings. With the cedar shavings, yeah. And not little teeny shavings. They had a machine there shaving these things into, into curls. Yeah, it was and beautiful. these curls ended up a box within a box. The display, I never saw, got rid of that display. We still have it. Yep. Still have the display they made for us that the box would fit in the display, and the display spins around. Mm. Was that the box that had the lock and key on yes. it? Yes. Yeah, that was awesome. Badass. <laughs> yeah, that was incredible. Why is that not number one? That has to be the yeah. best of all time. Unbelievable. Behind Hammer and Sickle. Right. Uh, <laughs> Second <grade>. Crescent Company. <laughs> there, was, there we go. Okay, it's time for the poll question of the week. Here's Barry searching for his thing. He has his show notes. It should be the next page on thing, but he searches like it's the first yeah. time every time. The he question, got it quick, though. The yeah. question of the week is brought to you by Victor Sinclair Cigars. Not Victor even Sinclair Cigars, the cigars you won't question. And we asked, with summer coming to a close, do you smoke more, less, or the same in the cooler months? And uh, 51% say the same, Why 32% said less. And the 16% who voted more made sure to put in, why well, I live in Florida, it's better to smoke in the winter. Or I live in Arizona, uh, or it's better uh, to smoke in the uh, winter. That makes sense. But that makes sense because sales do drop in the winter. It, yeah. They certainly drop here. Yes. Um, but Arizona's winter is the best time, time of the smoke, year, right? Yep. And the summertime is the worst time. Still, still, sales still take a hit across the board. Nationwide. It, it, it definitely slows down. Yeah, I smoke in, less so. in the winter because, you know, today and tomorrow I'll be sitting on the deck. It's good for another three or four cigars. Can't do that when it's single digits yeah. outside. Yeah. I had Sophie over for dinner the other day, and uh, we wrap up, and I said, uh, you want to smoke a cigar indoors? And she's like, yeah. 
And we lit up at the table. Almost, almost oh, like doing awesome. smoking in the boys' room as a kid, right? <laughs> yeah. Whatever. That's, yeah, it's, that's exciting. It's way better. And there's another question of the week on uh, thecigarauthority.com. Just head on over there and click the Versus segment graphic and uh, let us know your thoughts <clears throat> on the new question. Barry, your next uh, segment's going to be Asylum in the next uh, Thank you. The next grouping. There we Thank go. you. Um, <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm on number 11, but this is no particular order. Avo 22. You remember Avo 22? Was that the, uh, the box that? Came off the the cylinder. Looks like a cylinder. crayon box. Yeah. Oh, a, a cylinder. It was a cylinder. What was the, the one that was a crayon truck. box? I don't remember. That, that could one. be number seventeen. So. I don't remember. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Might have skipped ahead. Uh, Avo eighties. No. Any. They, they it was late, definitely an Avo, like and it the box stood up and it came off like a box of sixty four crayons. Hmm. No, I don't know that. Avo twenty two was a, a cylinder, and they were unbanded cigars. They were uh, bello- uh, pointed at both ends. Mm-hmm. What do you want to call that? Double, Double bellicoso. Perfecto. Yep. perfecto. Yeah. Sure. Um, unbelievable Very cigar. Very good cigar. The cigar I- was fabulous. It was a box of maybe 13 cigars, mm-hmm. whatever oddball fit into it. We had Avo here, so there was an unfair advantage of what ended up happening. But in one day, as a retailer, and this is across the street, and two guys wasn't what it is today, we sold 200 of them in one wow. day. Wow. And they, were no, they weren't a cheap date. They weren't, no. It wasn't Davidoff, but it was Avo uh, hiring Davidoff. And after that began the beginning of the Avo birthday cigars, which was always something. Always unbelievable. Something I still have is Avo's 80th birthday. I still have a full signed box, unopened. One of these days, we'll light, light them up on the show. So, Jonathan, the box you're referring to was the Avo 2008 Tessero. Avo. Okay. Yes. They used to hold the cigar bags back before we redid all the You did the research. The you just blew you off. Yes. Look at that. That's... That's what held the bags up? It held the bags, <laughs> the, our cigar bags When downstairs. I was working at National. The- yes, I remember yeah. that. Yes. Yep. <laughs> when I was working Behind at the counter, show, that's, yeah. You have to work in the store yeah. to actually know this. <laughs> but did that not that's look crazy. like a Crayola box? I get you. I get you now. Okay. Um, how about the acid water tower? That was cool. That With was the different designs. Cool. Four too. different designs. Yeah. Collect them all. Yes. Very good. Yep. I like that idea of the collecting, you know, and there's so, so many different ones or something. Yeah. Um, one thing I bought my dad years and years ago uh, I was a little kid. In those days, a little kid can go in the store and buy a box of cigars. <laughs> Nobody said anything. Different times. And I bought a duck mallet, oh, plastic nice. duck mallet that had a bundle of cigars in the top of them. They were El Producto cigars. Mm. And I got it from my dad for Christmas. And my dad wasn't a cigar smoker. I, I just thought it was the coolest <laughs> thing. And I bought it from him from anyway. And um, years and years later, my grandmother passed away. And we go to her house, and there was the duck mallet. So my father ended up giving. The, he regifted, <laughs> not the cigars, but gave her, and she made a potted plant thing out of it. So some of these things they last forever and ever. They they yeah. go on if you do it. No one's throwing away that that water tower, right? No, no matter what, you know. Gets gonna, to the point, I think, where the yeah. wife ends up saying, "You got to start clearing house <laughs> yeah. a little bit." It's a dust collector. Get rid of yeah. it. Yeah, this is a discussion. But here. But but he first guy with the with the colored packaging, first guy with orange. By the way, yeah. uh, as we're bringing mm-hmm. the orange up, uh, believe me, I thought of that. It's a burnt orange type of thing mm-hmm. that we're using. Uh, theirs was more of a bright boom, yeah. you know. Um, but colorful packaging. But they did a, they did a jar when nobody was doing jars. Also high end um, attention getter for sure. Debonair, 
that big metal plate. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to make a belt buckle out of that thing for years. <laughs> it's like, what do you do with this thing? But pretty cool. Right? Even better at his factory, he has the giant one Whoa. on the front of it. I yeah. Things. Ridiculous. Uh, Davidoff, the year of, every year. Yep. Piano lacquered boxes, yep, sick. <clears throat> How do you stop that? Uh, the new, they had the new Chef's Edition. That box is unbelievable. Which that was phenomenal. The box oh, wow. is a porcelain ashtray. The lid flips over and is a tray to hold a couple of drink glasses and you know, a couple of cigars. I, I, it's sealed in the box. I've actually never seen it out myself. I was able to, I figured out how to get it open without breaking the seal because really? I wanted to see it, yeah. I want to see it too. You still got any other? No, gone? they're gone. Gone? Mm. Good or bad, whatever you want to look at that. Um, E.P. Carrillo, he did a, a split box one year. Yeah, yeah. the uh, uh, it had to do with an anniversary. It had two different types. It had the last storia and yeah. the other mm-hmm. one. Beautiful. And it had the logo built into the box yeah. in the center. Gorgeous piece. HVC yeah. did that with the split box. I don't, I don't care for that. The well, refilling that, they, is a pain in the ass. The thing the HVC made the issue is they were two separate sizes. Oh yeah, I remember that one. But yeah. if it's two, yeah. if it's two skews, even if it's the same size, you, you, it's a nightmare for refilling. You now you got to not for bundles. refilling, but for somebody to buy the whole box. Yeah, that, the one the EPC did was more for a box sale because you could get that size and uh, pretty much the regular line. Yeah, yeah. Um, Kahlua, remember the Kahlua boxes? Yep. Kahlua lady later that turned into Tobacco Special, Tobacco yeah. Special brand Kahlua attached itself to it, and it opened from the center out the way it ended up doing. Beautiful box, yep. um, and I, I think really gave attention to something like that for the right person that would want Kahlua. Maybe this, yeah. this, this drink is a little Kahlua-ish, you know, Kahlua. Well, I mean, it's chocolate coffee, so yeah. there's coffee liqueur yeah. and chocolate liqueur in this. So, mm. The LFD Barry Stein, or Stein. That's, yeah. that's <laughs> the only box I have in my house. That, that I have that, too. That's uh, in my office. On the, Which one? Know, it was the 1994 that released that they did in the uh, beer stein. Yeah. Oh, nice. Mm. Big, really nice that was, beer yeah. stein. Yeah. So it, it becomes a collectible. Also, the hut. That, the, LFD? the hut was great, but that was a dust collector. Yeah. Yeah. That thing was large. It looked cool. Yeah. I held out onto that for a long time. That had time. the tray that so, slid out yes. on the bottom, right? Yeah. Unbelievable packaging. But that was one of those things that they, they put out the press release, and everybody was like, oh, this is great. Can't wait to see. And then it came in. It was almost a little bit of a letdown compared to the photographs that went with the press really? release. Really? I didn't think so, because you look at the detailed touch in that product. You know what I'd like to see do something like that? You, you weren't at... Um, PCA, but the PCA booth that J.C. Newman did, it was their factory made of cardboard. Yeah, they should do a factory-style box. Oh, my God. I have to call him and tell him that. It'd be a lot easier for him to do that, but... You know, with their big anniversary and stuff, because the booth was the coolest thing. Uh, Won the award and everything as it should. It was great. Um, The Oliva, and I don't know what to call it besides the toilet bowl. What? Yes, the old Oliva Oil with the cloth bands and yes. the G with the cloth bands. The box looked like a toilet seat. So here, half it, a circle. Yep, it was three quarters of a circle, and it flipped up like the you know wife always yelling, put the <laughs> yes. lid down or whatever. Uh, it flipped up. Yes, yep. but as as much as negative you want to say about it, there was positive part to it too. That his 
the, the biggest problem that happens in the cigar industry is when people make a round box. It's, yeah. it's a nightmare. Would he end up doing it? Avo did it. Um, Lenox with Lenox LFD. did it. Yeah. They look cool. Don't get, you know. Yeah. But displaying it, how, how does that work? Yeah. yeah. Can't do anything with it. Get so, trays. So Oliva figures it out and says, okay, here it is. And, and three quarters of the way is a straight thing across. And then the lid is going to come up like this. But you just look at it and you say, it's a toilet. That's all I can yeah. say. That's everybody referred to it yes. that way. Yes. Um, the Avo record, the piano. Avo did a lot of cool packaging, as Davidoff does anyway. Their packaging is unbelievable. Uh, I held on to that record one for a long time. I, yeah. was, I, I was a DJ for years. The piano, cool as hell. Um, yep. So what do you do there? Um, Rocky Patel's 50th anniversary. Do you remember that one? I that think was, so. Was that orange? An orange box? Yes. Again, yeah. orange box. Bedazzled. Bedazzled is probably yes. not the yes. right word, but it was yes. bedazzled. <laughs> Rhinestones. That thing that. was awesome. Holy God. That was. Oh. I see the 60th that just came in today. Yeah. Um, it's, it's that. It's calmed down from that 50th, but more, more manageable. I don't Somebody know. Somebody told me the 60th packaging is the most he's ever spent on packaging. Really? Yeah. It's beautiful. How it true that beautiful. is, I don't know, because I'm just repeating what was told. It's to also me. getting ridiculously expensive to yeah. make packages. Yes, ridiculously, ridiculously. Mm-hmm. Had one martini. <laughs> it's not going well. <laughs> Whose fault is that? I'm feeling it. I'll be honest with you. Um, the Griffin poker table. Do you remember that at all? No. So it opened up exactly cut in half box, no. and you'd open it up, and now it was a poker table. Hmm. So very much like um, came with a little deck of cards. Davidoff's uh, golf kit. Yes, yes. That's the same exact design, uh, yeah, just yeah. without a poker table. Um, way back to um, the old Indian tobacco. Um, there was there was actually the first person using color. We had we had uh, um, Phil on while yeah. I had the COVIDs, and they won all kinds of awards when they did that. And it, there's another use of some orange. Lots of different colors and things that had on it. So that is what I have there. You think I'm missing anything of, of uh, some, you know, standout, holy shit, this is the best packaging ever? You can think about it during the break. Yeah. Uh, even though I have it in your notes to get ready, so nobody's ready. You're not reading your notes. I, I was on the road. I have an excuse. Yeah. I am you the know, king of excuses. The, yeah. the only other one that people are less familiar with is Habanos always does some special edition. Would pay. You remember the hut they did, which was wow. even more elaborate yeah. than the LFD one. So many years ago, I went to the Cohiba 50th anniversary um, in Cuba. And they had an unbelievable box of cigars that Nelson Alfonso was the one that made that box of cigars. If you looked at the box on the side, it was the Indian carved mm. of, of the mm. shape of the, of the thing. So I said, this is unbelievable. The packaging is so beautiful. It's the Cohiba 50th anniversary. That was, I don't know how many years ago. It has to be six or seven years ago when that happened. It was just released <laughs> yeah. last week. Wow. And it was. It took seven years to produce it. It was there. I yeah. saw it. I touched it. I handled the handled it. It was prototype, or whatever mm-hmm. you call it. And here it's seven years later. They released the cigar. Right, but those are all pretty limited releases when they do that type of packaging. Yeah, unbelievable. What about the God of Fire when it originally released? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That like ninety count humidor box yeah. that was like made of walnut or something. It was unbelievable. Yeah, you know, even like you say, packaging sells. Sorry, 
But the Tatuaje Monster series, people wanted the coffin box, even though the non-coffin box was the same exact same cigar. cigar. Yeah. So the coffin packaging was it fits the argument. Yeah, they that call it the dress box right. of, of the same exact brand, same cigar, and the mm-hmm. same thing. Which one has the box? Which one doesn't? Yeah, and then you had the and uh, it was only a stamp on it. It's not like it was elaborate. No, nah, but put. everybody wanted that dress box. Mm-hmm. And then you have the uh, Foundation Fifth Anniversary, the chest that opened oh, up. Yeah. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Is that coming back? I asked him that question. Yeah, I think it was a limited yeah. release. Yeah, one and done on that. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, Mr. Jonathan said, I can't do push-ups. I think I can. <laughs> Are we making this happen? One, I don't know. One-handed? <laughs> uh, some of the worst packaging, in my opinion, in the cigar industry. We'll get to that. Oof. And lots more. We're live in the Toscano Cigar Soundstage, and you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Are you a member of the Cigar Authority Care Package? Well, if not, the time, my friend, is now. For just $24.99, you'll get four premium cigars delivered to your door each month. And we'll smoke each one of those cigars on the Cigar Authority podcast with you. I don't know if that's really a benefit. Sure it is. We will judge the construction, flavors, and review the cigars, and you can see how right or wrong we really are. You might be surprised. Four premium cigars delivered to you for $24.99, and you can quit any time, but you won't. The value is incredible. Want to take the Cigar Authority Care Package to the next level? Sign up or upgrade to the Cigar Authority Care Package Prime. For just $5 more, you get an extra cigar and usually something special. That's five cigars each month, all different. Find the Cigar Authority Care Package on thecigarauthority.com and sign up today. The Cigar Authority Care Package. Aging Room 4 Nicaragua Maestro. Named Cigar Aficionado's number one cigar of the year with a 96 rating, is a complex Nicaraguan puro carefully blended by Rafael Nodal and made by A.J. Fernandez. As Cigar Aficionado described it, every puff is an overture of flavors that's at times heavy and rich with notes of dark chocolate and wood, and other times subtle and understated with hints of fine caramel and toasted almonds. Treat yourself to an aging Room 4 Nicaragua today. Surgeon General warning cigar smoking can cause cancers of the mouth and throat even if you do not inhale. You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal. You want to know what makes Cigar Journal the best cigar magazine? Cigar Journal covers every angle of the cigar world. From exclusive stories and features, insightful interviews with industry power players, detailed cigar reviews, and of course, all the latest news and reports surrounding premium cigars. We're telling you, you will be impressed. Cigar Journal has stunning images, explanations of cigar science basics. This is the magazine for any cigar enthusiast. Or better yet, Passionado. Cigar Journal covers cigars in the U.S. and around the world and is printed right here in the USA. You owe it to yourself to discover the world's best cigar magazine, Cigar Journal. Available at your local cigar retailer and on the web at their new website, CigarJournal.com. That's CigarJournal.com. Let me tell you a little bit about the Rocky Patel 15th Anniversary Cigar, or what they call the 3 Pete. 
Crafted in Rossi's boutique Nicaraguan factory, the 15th anniversary was released in 2010 to commemorate Rocky Patel's 15th year in the cigar industry, and it impressed right out of the gate. The Robusto and the Torpedo both scored 93 points in Cigar Aficionado, while the Toro and Corona Gorda both notched 92 points. The Rocky Patel 15th anniversary is a robust cigar with notes of toasted spice, roasted coffee, and almonds. Rocky Patel himself has referred to his 15th anniversary as the decade on steroids. The 15th anniversary has also been named to Cigar Aficionado's Top 25 Cigars of the Year list on three separate occasions. Rocky's only brand to accomplish the three-peat. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Rocky Patel's 15th anniversary. Justo and his father, Julio Eiroa are continuing the tradition of growing authentic Corojo and now bring you Aladino. Aladino is a true old-fashioned cigar, pure authentic Corojo grown in the Eiroa Tobacco Farms in Honduras from the original Cuban seed of Corojo. An Aladino cigar represents the golden era of cigars in Cuba, and after one light, this old-school smoke will bring you back. Aladino cigars come from JRE Tobacco, a family center company who manage all aspects of cigar growing and manufacturing. This crop-to-shop operation is fully committed to providing you with quality and satisfaction. The premier Corojo grower in the entire cigar industry is Julio Eiroa, a tobacco grower and master cigar blender who personally guarantees that Aladino will provide you the opportunity to enjoy the true authentic Corojo taste Take this journey and be part of history in a cigar smoking experience like no other. Aladino. This is Nelson Afronso from Selected Tobacco, the company who made and manufactured Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. You are listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. We're talking about some of the best packaging of all time in the cigar industry, and it's about to get ugly. I'm down uh, one one martini. I'm feeling my thing, so oh, I, I, could, I could get ugly. Uh, during the break, though, uh, we're talking about uh, possible packaging ideas. I'm not going to say what it was. It's a great idea, but we always have to worry about trademark issues and lawsuits and things like that. And we're going to have a show coming up in a, in a few episodes on uh, trademark issues and stories behind some of the cigars that are out there. Uh, but we don't have to worry about this cigar we're going to smoke because uh, this is the name of the founder of Hammer and Sickle and a cigar I haven't had before. What do we have here, Eric? This is the EPH Thank you. 2. Edition 2. Um, so it's a 6x54. And it's, it's a little bit tweaked of a blend from the first edition we did. But it has an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper and the binder and filler uh, we keep to ourselves. Which was two years ago. Yes. And we wanted a- to do it last year. Right, But COVID messed everything up. Right. Um, so that was the first of what you were going to do every single year, but obviously... There's going to be one every year, yes. Okay. That's the plan. As long as we don't get shut down or whatever ends up happening there. Correct. Um, so this is the signature of Eric Hansen, the late, great Eric Hansen, the founder of Hammer yep. and Sickle. Correct. Um, and uh, just, you know... Word of uh, advice, heads up. We had this overnighted from the Dominican, 
<laughs> it took two weeks, <laughs> and Post I had to chase it down yesterday. So all those people that bust so, uh, Barry's balls on there and looking for your packaging. By the way, it's only going to get worse, according yeah. to the U.S. Postal Service. Oh, if you want a Christmas shop, you have to do it now. Yes. What's on the shelves is what's on the shelves. It's going to slowly trickle in, but it... Well, yeah, it's it's not let's be just good. go ahead and cancel Christmas. Between okay the UPS requiring everything else, so <laughs> between UPS requiring a signature, which we have no control over, and the post office, it's it's a shipping nightmare right now. Yeah, it's getting crazy out there. So Eric Hansen, uh, great man, loved the guy, uh, learned so much from him, and uh, this is to pay tribute to him. Yes. each and every year. Box of ten coming out when? Uh, I'm hoping we'll have it all in a month. Why, did you overnight it again? <laughs> so, oh, it was and, a two-day Yeah, you guys are the first people to smoke this, right. so I'm very excited about that. Um, Cold drawer is sunflower seeds. Would no, we haven't done our official cutting well, yet. Oh, we have to game. do an official cutting. Uh, He's lying, he up. threw me up. I'm so sorry. Threw you up? Yeah. <laughs> threw you up. He threw up. All right. Whatever. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo... Cut out the federal S chip tax and actually lowered them. Does that make you smile? It makes give you smile. it to her. What I love, what I love. So Pam, Pam likes to be in the lead, and she couldn't find her cutter. It was in the wrong pocket. Oh, so she was. She's hustling. looking through her bag. She's she looking through it. her pocket. She's freaking out, and she just, just got the cutter out in time. There we go. Or it would have ruined her day. <laughs> well, it would have, it would have put Glenn in the lead, story. which we can't have. All right. They're keeping track over here. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, <laughs> tradition, and excellence. Excellence. All right. Big ring gauge. What do you got here again? 54? 54, yeah. 54. Sunflower seeds on the cold drawer. That's what I was going for. <laughs> A little bit of sourdough. Mm. Not what I was going for. Yeah, I got I got doughy. I got it's more doughy, doughy than the nutty. Sunflower hey, seeds. Hey, Jonathan, you know how last week you said that Eric is an idiot. He's not wrong. Could you help the idiot with his microphone? Yes. Just put Thank that you. There. I didn't say it. He did. We're gonna light our cigar today <laughs> with the puffer by Vertigo, featuring Swiss Army knife technology, where all of the pieces that you would need to maintain your pipe all fold out. It does have the patented Vertigo big-ass tank, and it is a soft flame I like lighter. a soft flame. You do like a soft flame. I do, because I smoke a lot. Retails indoors. for nineteen ninety nine is the puffer by Vertigo. Whiskey Miser, this is the lighter for you, because his wife just bought him a pipe. Oh, mm. yeah? Yeah, nice. that's what you want, the puffer by Vertigo. Yeah, there's nothing better than having all your tools. Can I fix, <laughs> can I fix my car? It's like a tool car? belt and a lighter. Fix your car with it? Yeah. You got Tesla? Because yeah. he's got a Tesla now, too, by the way. Well, I copied you. And you got a windshield. I know. It took five weeks and two days to get a windshield replacement. There's the negative on it. So I bought a Ford Explorer. It took about three months to get a windshield. Well, apparently there's a shortage of windshields, I, too. Who knew? And I got pulled over twice. They're like, <laughs> oh, that crack isn't, you know, you're not allowed to drive with that. Well, like, you know, we have. I can't get it. You know, we have our private label soda, right? Yep. You guys smoking sodas that are down there, all different flavors and everything. They have a shortage of brown bottles. So, like, cream soda comes in a brown bottle. It's in clear now? It's clear bottle uh, and, and cream oh, soda, apparently. Oh, it's messing up inventory, too, because you look at it. It looks <laughs> like clear. sparkling water. You ring sparkling water. They're the same price, so the customer doesn't know that it's different. 
but the inventory is all jacked up. Color and with, listen, we're talking about packaging, right? Color plays an aspect. They had to, to change the color of the caps on some of them too. They had to go to black caps because yes. they were out of the the regular metal ones. Yeah, well, it's because they went through an aluminum shortage, so all the <laughs> beer companies were using all the glass bottles. Hey, it's like Andex just said: elves make more in unemployment, so can't, Christmas is canceled. <laughs> mm. Not enough elves wow. coming coming wow. in. Uh, Crickets. Why, why, why did I think? Um, I I thought it was going to be strong, and it's not. I'm pleasantly surprised. How could you possibly I don't know. know that? You're two puffs in. Well, he never liked full-bodied cigars. He was, you know, mild at best. Mm. So whenever we make the cigar, we try to make it something that he would like to smoke and be proud of. All right. Or something. Good. All right. So we're, we're, we went through the best packaging. Nobody had much to add on to. Uh, I, did think, I, did, I did think of one. All right. Leaf by Oscar. You think is best packaging? <clears throat> because, it's well, it's a bundle. I get it's a bundle, but you look at that cigar, and the cigar itself is wrapped in a tobacco leaf, and it is interesting enough it's, to get people yeah. to buy it. Yeah, it's, it's a, a conversation piece. Yeah. I, I kind of agree with it. As a single. And it's a good cigar, but it, it the packaging on that is what sells that cigar the first time. The packaging of the single. You could smoke the through packaging the packaging of, of the bundle is, oh, my God, I'm not paying that kind of money for a bundle. It's an overpriced bundle. It's a great value single. They should have done something with the box. I don't disagree. I with think you. it's a big mistake of putting that cigar. I don't disagree with you. I think big mistake. I think the bundles, cigar could have been huge mm-hmm. if they had some sort of cool packaging to go along with the cool cigar. They they went as far as to wrap every single cigar in a tobacco leaf. How cool is that? And then say just bundle it. Ugh, you you're almost there. You're oh. almost there to end up being maybe Imagine that in was a, in an unbelievable packaging. Holy shit! What, what maybe that I, was their thirty thousand dollar play, and they they got the bill, and it was like this <laughs> yeah. is what it costs to wrap but a if, cigar in a, individually in a tobacco. If leaf. you put that cigar in a box, it, what it, if the box was the leaf, hides, shaped like a leaf? It hides the wrapper being covered in a leaf. No, what if the box itself was in was a leaf, and you opened up the leaf, and then underneath there there was the cigars in leaves, and it would connect the leaf. Everything or something. A leaf motif? Leaf, leaf motif was my bell. <laughs> <laughs> leaf motif. There is a leaf when, like on that. the bundle. There, there's a tobacco leaf that's flat, Man, and it goes around the whole outside. Th- these people You're say, very anti-bundle. I'm, I am because the bundle says this is a value product. Dave, we're going to have to do bundles on the new Garofalo. You spent all the money on Seriously. Bands. Oh, my God. Why do we keep the going back to The box is beautiful. <laughs> Listen, the box is, you know, a beautiful box along with the shelf talk, along with the cliche oh. in the inside, in outside. Are you going to be able all... to afford to put cigars in there, or you just... just get a box with <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> because, now... because believe me, I wasn't told in advance of how expensive yeah. the Yeah, he, piece, he piecemealed a lot of this, too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, about 15 to 20% of all the cigars we get in right now are coming in bundles. Yeah. Because they don't have boxes. They don't have it, right? Yeah, packaging is the biggest issue. And, and you, as as a salesman, you say to the to the customer that comes in, he says, "I'll have a box of X, Y, Z," and you come in. Well, the reality is, it's bundle or nothing. Yeah, you want the cigar? Yeah, you got to take it in a bundle. Well, okay, we, we're gonna see it Christmas time because the lady ain't taking the bundle, or the person buying Ooh. the gift ain't buying the bundle. Mm. Ain't gonna do it. Oh, I only have that in a bundle. Wow. You want a bundle? No way. No mm-hmm. way. Because packaging means a lot of different things to a lot of yeah, different yeah. people. Uh, things like McAuliffe A. I got guys that are buying those by the bundle 
but they do look at that as a bit of a detraction because yeah it's in a bundle and we and we had that conversation with al yeah saying you you have to put it in, in a box that's all there was to it you're a packaging guy when it let's talk about sneakers you're into collecting sneakers right mm-hmm. packaging yep. they're, they're all nike sneakers right or whatever brand they yeah. are but so a lot of times nike will do when they do their collaborations with other people it comes in a special box or they'll do a release where you get uh you know let's say it's 2000 release in the special box and the rest release in a regular box yeah the ones in the special box sell for three four times the amount on the resale market i mean the special box makes a difference for collecting purposes yeah well, for reselling purposes. For reselling purposes, it makes a big difference. Well, and if you're ever gifting somebody, you want to gift it in, in the special box. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And, if and the can. box doesn't even have to be special in collectibles. It's just way more valuable with a box, right? Toys, watches. Yep. You got to have the box. Yep. Oh, yeah. If you get the Rolex and it doesn't have the box, it's not a Rolex. <laughs> Even though it's on your wrist and nobody hit the box to sit there. It doesn't, it doesn't just, count. Nope. The double entendre possibilities with this conversation about boxes has me biting my cheek. I just want everyone to know. So I know the perfect thing. Let's take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true. Or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars. Take no prisoners. Asylum cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4 inches by 44 to the absolutely insane 8 inch by 80. Asylum cigars. (laughs) (laughs) Artist Jens Hanning was commissioned by the Kunsten Museum of Modern Art to the tune of $84,000 to render two paintings that were meant to explore people's relationships with work. What was the factory? <laughs> the, uh, I think it's Kunsten. Kunsten Museum of Art and Art. <laughs> <laughs> I might have said Kunsten. <laughs> you definitely said that. <laughs> the artist delivered two blank canvases and called the project Take the Money and Run and Cash the Check. The muse- museum claims he breached the contract, while Jens argues that by breaching the contract, he had completed the final piece of the piece, making the artwork complete. And although the museum is not completely satisfied with his explanation, both canvases are on display as part of the Work It Out exhibit. And that's not only insane, it's asylum. $84,000 to deliver two, two blank canvases as a piece of art. It's good. Art is subjective. Mm-hmm. Because the, I just, I, that's so fascinating to me because the art, is in the swindling them out of the money. Right. Yeah. yeah, out of swindling. Yes. Well, not the art of swindling, but in this particular case, that piece <clears throat> has a story, and the story was completed when he cashed the check for not doing anything on a work of art about people's relationship with work where they would prefer to get paid to do nothing. It's brilliant and aggravating at the same time. You know what's all about the box, Tiffany's? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You could put that dog color. turd in it, but when if it we, comes yeah. in the And box. when we get to uh, trademark, the Tiffany color is trademarked on the box. Yep. Mm. And they want a box in that color. It's going to cost them $1,000 <laughs> because you can't go into Tiffany's and say, can I have the box or a bag that's that color? The only way to get that color is you got to actually make the purchase. I'm a fan of Tiffany's box. <laughs> 
Uh, Come on, you missed that. There it is. It only took 18 minutes of box discussion before he came up with a pun. Well, I knew it was coming. Next week on the Cigar Authority is episode 600. For real? Wow. For Eric, real. you missed it by that much. Story 599 today. 599. You, Eric, you missed it by a coontair. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> 600 <laughs> episodes. Never missing one. After this, we can take, Quit. A, take a week off. No, you got to hit 1,000 before you thousand? take a week. Yeah. 1,000 is another how many years? My God. And <sighs> I don't know if I've got the eight, energy eight for more four, years. 400 Seven more. Seven years now. and 40 now, weeks. We will not get to episode 1,000. We will not get to episode 1,000. Well, gotta be confident. We, if we go back and start bundling in the after shows, yeah, that doesn't count. The after shows don't count. The special <sighs> shows we do. If you do stop bundling that stuff, of course it adds up, but uh, that doesn't count. But episode six hundred, we're going to talk about rare and limited cigars. Are they all that? Didn't the assholes do something on that recently? They did. They asked, and, and they asked for my notes, and I said no. And did they beat you to the punch? Did. Wow. And, and you're a flip-flopper, by the way. You're a flip-flopper. <laughs> yeah, you're a goddamn troublemaker at yeah. Sullivan. You, you end up going to their show, and you talk shit about us. You come here, and then you talk shit about them. You Not just, me. You, yeah. Well, he gets FaceTime on that show. You guys hide him in the corner. I yeah. know. No wonder he likes he to be there. hidden in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> we give him what he wants. But episode 600, <laughs> it's going to be something. Uh, it's next week. Do we get cake? Oh, you need a cake. Should we oh, do yeah. cake? Would you do cake? I love a nice cake. All right. Ed Sullivan will make his uh, carrot cake that doesn't suck. Do I have See time I, to do it? See what I did there? Uh, Threw you right under the bus. No, I could do that on a Friday. You want me to make... Carrot cake that doesn't suck so we can stay with the theme we of can the cookbook? Pu- push the cookbook a little yeah. bit. Yeah. The cookbook I thought was going to be selling a lot better than it is, to be honest with you. I, I don't know if people realize there's some really... Great recipes, Inclu- including uh, your cake. Yeah, which is some some of them are a joke. You get a little funny bit here yeah. and there, but there's some very good recipes. In yeah, there. you know who popped in uh, the store Thursday? Someone famous. Yep, old Fat Freddy. No way, old Fat Freddy. He was in the area. He was in the area, <sighs> Nashua, and he or? came to get the product for his recipe, and came all the way up from the Cape because down the Cape it no sucks. corn. Correct. He's a big corn guy. Big, big corn into guy. the corn. Oh, my God. That's all he talked about. He was with his wife, and she said, that's all he talks about. He had to come up here to get it. And I'm like, three-hour drive for 12-year well, corn. It's half, the, it's half the season for corn, too. No, like no. It's past still the prime. Good. You're still good. They're still He's, picking. You got a few more weeks. Yep. They're I mean, still picking right now. Barry, you remember him from the Nashua store. He'd have to go every day. Every single day. And get corn. He would drive up to an hour. Now he drives three hours. And then he'd give you the daily corn report. Okay, this stand, uh, their stuff he, is passed. We got to go to this one. And he now. was All saying down there, it sucks. He was so angry about how bad it was. Oh, yeah. He couldn't wait to well, come up here. And the, yeah. the wife come in later and said, oh, we had to come up here because we have to get the corn from up here because we have the best well, corn. They and, just got sand down there, yeah, right, at the Cape. How yeah. are you going to grow corn? You can't grow good corn. No way. Um, so episode 600 is October 9th, October 16th. Trademarks in the cigar industry. Uh, we're going to talk about different trademarks and things that, that go there. Um, so we got action-packed shows, and then we got all kinds of people coming in. So Cigar Authority is planned mm-hmm. up in advance uh, for, for quite a while. we got some great shows coming on. But back to the best packaging in the cigar industry. Uh, let's get to the worst. And I mentioned one of them, which was Oliva, uh, that I put in there as the best. But you could also consider it the worst as the toilet bowl 
type of product, right? Uh, it went away, and it went away because everybody in the industry did call it the toilet bowl. And you don't want your, your cigar brand mm -mm. connected with a toilet bowl, nope. right? And, and it went away and it never came back. Um, some other ones that came out, I don't know if you guys remember this at all, but there was a brand called Stradivarius. I remember it. Mm. Cigar sock. What did it come in? A violin case? It came in a marble. It was a wood box, but it was painted marble. So it looked like it was marble. Mm. Very, very elaborate. Each one came in its marble coffin. The cigar was terrible. Stradivarius, of, is it, which is a violin. Mm. So you're getting all the violin people that are interested in there, which is <laughs> nobody, right? <laughs> We're talking in those days, I believe it was like a $25 cigar. And I'm going back, oh, wow. way back in time. And when it came in, I go, oh, my God, this will be the biggest bomb ever. And we bought it. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking at it, I go, oh, my God, this, like, doesn't have a shot at all. This is so freaking bad. And it was so freaking bad. Oof. It just. If the cigar was good, it might have had a shot. I don't think so. Huh? I don't mm. think it even, even as a good, the packaging just said, uh, you know, hold its nose up to you type of. Pack. If you don't say Padron and Davidoff as far as their regular stuff. You're missing it because those, those are both the worst. See a brown. The, you can't even tell the difference. You, you got to do some serious digging and reading to differentiate. You, you could put Padron in there because it's not only that the packaging is, is nothing special. Um, they reuse the boxes. Too. Yeah. You send them back and then they reuse the box on top of it. So the, 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 But at the same time, they're saying, I say I was so great. Yeah, you're not buying the packaging, you're buying the cigar. Right. Yeah, it's minimalistic. Yeah. 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 So I don't think that's bad. Okay. And another one we, we said is best packaging. Again, you can consider it bad packaging. Uh, so it's weird, right, mm. that it could be best or worst is the diploma box we talked about that functionality-wise, it was terrible. It wasn't functional. It didn't sit on the, on, the, on the shelf properly. It couldn't be opened. It was so confusing to the public. It did go away, but the cigar itself was so great. But then it came back with yeah. CLE Yamastron. He used that same triangular box mm -hmm. with the thin. But, it, but he made it so the cigar can come out. Right. That cigar wrapped. could not come out. They weren't wrapped in <laughs> yes. uh, yeah. paper anymore. But they were still, to get the bottom row out of that box was difficult. Mm. You remember Diablo? This was a general cigar product. Yeah, Diablo. yeah. Diablo was a black box with the devil. Oh yeah. On the top mm -hmm. of the box in red, and it was a cartoon devil, and they made little bobbleheads, mm. and they had keychains, and they put everything into this big the cigar. Bomb. The cigar started at three dollars to six dollars years ago, but nobody would buy that cigar. Nobody wants the devil. You know, and yeah. w what would you imagine the devil actually was look like a jalapeno pepper type of thing? Mm. And they touted it as a very strong cigar. And it wasn't. And it wasn't. So the guy that wanted a strong cigar, if he could get past the devil aspect of it, tried the cigar and says, I hate it. There's no strength to this at all. And the guy that would like a cigar, which was really was the Macanudo Robust, I believe, mm. which was another big mistake. Mm. Macanudo customer, which would be looking for a mild cigar, his Macanudo Robust. Well, I don't want Robust. I like Macanudo. Yeah. Mild, smooth, creamy, blah, 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 how they marketed themselves of that. Again, two 
bad things. I believe that Diablo ended up going over to one of their online cigars or something, but total failure um, in the marketplace, as was, none of you guys are going to remember this, maybe Ed Sullivan, I don't know, Vega Talanya. No clue. Vega Talanya, which is the same factory now that is Aganosa Leaf, before they owned the, the brand, it was a bundle cigar, but they didn't wrap the bundle in cellophane. They wrapped it in palm leaves, dried palm leaves. And here's the cigar inside the dried palm leaves. In order to do it, I mean, you really had to rip it apart and peel it back hmm. to end up doing it. And the sharp edges on these dried palm <laughs> leaves that happen, which your destroy tender little the skin where. Oh my God! All beat up. Destroy the cigar inside. I tried exacto knives. <laughs> we tried every kind of thing to end up opening this box up, not to ruin the the naked cigars on the other side of it. The cigar itself was good, but, but the you couldn't get to it. Couldn't get to it. The packaging and there was a story on it about the packaging. A little string hanging off with a little round circle that explained the what this packaging is. How they so packaged. the packaging looked like a tampon. It looked like the bales of tobacco when they wrap them in the palm leaves. That was the whole idea of it. So let's bring it all the way through there. Uh, one and done, total failure when it came to that. Another one I have here is Cheval. And you don't remember that no. either. Do you remember that, Ed? No? Cheval was a plastic uh, box with the top that popped off it. Mm. Dave Topper owned the brand. Uh. This is Dave Topper, a rep, who decided to come out with his own brand. And... Uh, Ernesto Carrillo made the cigar for him, and the cigar was very good, but the packaging was such shit that, you know, stand-up plastic container, huh. and he had three different sizes of it, and uh, uh, Cheval was a horse. There was a horse in the front of it. Uh, purple was the color mm. of it, which was very different at the time, too. I, I believe maybe the, even the uh, plastic container was purple, too. Now we're seeing a cigar out there, also in plastic containers, high-end cigar, um, the one with the seven on it, real high-end. El Septimo. El Septimo. We're we're talking a $20 and up cigar in plastic containers. I saw it at the trade show. I'm like, no way. Um, But I I didn't get it, but I see stores are now taking it in. Um, they got to really work on the packaging on there because I think it's such a turn off of plastic says cheap, doesn't it? Yeah. Depends on how it's done. Yeah. There's nice ways to do plastic. Okay. I don't know. Uh, the purple packaging would have appealed to Prince, right? Yes. But yes. he said, and he wouldn't buy any. <laughs> oh, all right. Yeah, which so. was a big, big hit yesterday on the, uh, <laughs> on the, um, karaoke, which, uh, it, it was a whole group. Rendition of Purple, Purple Rain. Rain. Oh, wow. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> the event was great, but that yeah. was at the very end, and I think people will lick it up, and uh, <laughs> that's what happened there. But um, CAO Criollo. Barry, you remember this one? I remember it, but I can't place the box. It opened up, and there were drawers inside. Yes. So it was five drawers of five. Mm which is very expensive to end up right. making and the drawers come out as the box would humidify the box would warp a bit 
the, and then the drawers get couldn't get out. <laughs> the cigars were uncellophane inside these trays, and the damage was astronomical. It ended up happening. I, I got to give CAO, and this is the, the Osniger family, uh, a lot of credit because they threw a lot of shit at the wall. When they oh, had, yeah. And by doing so, they hit some home runs, unbelievable, but they had a handful of losers out there that didn't work out. But the only way to do that is to, to throw shit in, and take the gamble uh, of doing it. Um, and that's what I have for the worst stuff. You guys think of any of the worst stuff? By the way, everybody. I, I, I think Punch's remarketing of making everything um, Chinese is crazy. The bento box, the fried rice box. It's yeah. it's, it's terrible. You know, yeah, I agree. Um, it's terrible because you're talking about a legendary brand, right? Punch. It is so legendary, the history behind that and all that stuff. And to go gimmicky, oh, listen, I'm big into gimmicky. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't do it if I were you to your Cohiba brand, to Monte Cristo, to Punch, to H. Upman. I mean, you're talking about legendary brands. You're certainly not going to see a uh, Perdomo do it, a Padrone do it. Um, but that- yet, Punch is saying, okay, we're going we're gonna to be playful <laughs> with Punch. If you're going to be playful with Punch... I connect yourself to boxing mm-hmm. or, or MMA or yeah. something to, to connect yourself with Chinese food. <laughs> Big fan, by the way. I'm a huge fan of Chinese food. He went in three times yes. last night. Ooh. He was in. But don't, uh, not with, I, I, just my thing of, uh, really? That's, you got uh-huh. uh, LFD, who's all their new stuff that's coming out. It, the packaging is fairly elaborate, but they haven't paid much attention to their core line. And I think that could use a facelift. Uh, you have the brand Hightower, which I do think that the orange lid. LFD? Huh? You said LFD. I, I'm done with LFD. Okay. Comma. Comma. Moving on to a new brand. All right. Which is why I said, and you have the brand Hightower. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like their orange top. It's a nice eye catcher. They stack poorly in the storage area, and you have no way of telling what that cigar is displaying that lid. So its identity kind of gets lost in the... Uh, well, in fairness, and I try to look at everybody when I end up doing it, of course, we buy a lot heavier than a lot of stores do, and we have issues with stacking issues. Yeah. But most stores do not have stacking issues, right? Because they don't stack. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. So that's part of the thing. I get it, and I say these things to them, and they go, well, we've never had anybody buy more than three boxes at a time of one size, so we don't have a lot of stacking going on. <laughs> you buy 20 boxes, you've got a stacking. Sure. Yeah. One size, you've got a stacking issue. And retailers, I, I told you many times through this whole pandemic that's going on, I told you, buy, 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 and now you're sitting in with no inventory because yep. you didn't listen, if, that, if that's the case. So, anything else on anybody of bad packaging? Eric, you'd be in kind because <laughs> back in the day of working for me, you had a lot of issues with some packaging <laughs> issues, but uh, this is what, what ends up happening uh, as they get on. So, with that being what said. What about from a store standpoint, packaging? The stores that use the tray systems only and they get rid of all the boxes. I think it's to bad me, that's, merchandising. That's, bad, uh, yeah. that's tough. I bad merchandising. That, yeah. And we see a lot of that. This, in this industry, there's virtually to no merchandising going on. Nope. Uh, you got to catch up with that, and we can talk about that someday, too. All right, uh, that music says it's time to come to break. We're gonna, when we come back, uh, we got three emails to get to, prize to give away, and some push ups. 
Yeah, right. With Eric Wentworth and Hammerin' Sickle. We're live at the Toscano Cigar Soundstage. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Drew Estate is commemorating 10 years of Undercrown with the global release of Undercrown 10, a bold new ultra-premium addition to Undercrown's current premium lineup of Maduro, Shade, and Sungrown Expressions. To celebrate the brand's anniversary in 2021, Drew Estate is getting all decked out. A tagline that denotes Undercrown 10's elegant packaging and reinforces the pride of Undercrown's 10 years of excellence. The new sophisticated packaging is surpassed only by Undercrown 10's complex, rich, and bold blend of ultra-premium aged tobaccos that include the highest priming of Mexican San Andreas dark wrapper, the very finest broadleaf binder from the Connecticut River Valley, and a tripper blend of select and rare Nicaraguan tobaccos. Pick up an Undercrown 10 today. Since 1903, when La Aurora Cigars first opened their doors as the first cigar factory of the Dominican Republic, they have defined Dominican cigar manufacturing. Now, La Aurora continues that innovation with La Aurora Dominican DNA, featuring an exceptional blend whose soul is the Andullo. La Aurora pays tribute to the oldest Dominican tobacco process with a cigar that features tobacco that is part of their heritage and their DNA. The La Aurora DNA features this hard-to-work tobacco that brings the unique characteristics of strength, inspiring aroma, and sweetness that creates an exceptional smoking experience that only La Aurora can bring you. Experience La Aurora Dominican DNA with its Cibao Valley Dominican wrapper, an authentic Cameron binder from Africa with fillers from the Dominican Republic, Pennsylvania, Nicaragua, and Andullo. Available at top retailers like twoguyscigars.com and is distributed in the United States by Miami Cigar and Company. Experience the rich tradition of the legendary H. Upman brand with the latest addition to their iconic 1844 line. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo uses a rich, well-balanced blend of Nicaraguan, Honduran, and Dominican tobaccos and an extra-aged wrapper that offers a deep aroma with a bold finish. The H. Upman 1844 Añejo is sure to please adult smokers looking for a delicious, handmade, premium smoke that is aged to perfection. Surgeon General warning, tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez. What the hell are you doing? I'm writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake, Jose Dominguez. Not singing a song, if that's what you think you're doing. What I am doing is creating what is known as a donut. Hey, nobody's going to take away your donuts. No, a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again. The information is the filling of the donut. Why does everything you talk about have to center around food and usually donuts? I don't know. Listen, Jose Dominguez cigars come in four great sizes and two wrappers. The mild, buttery, smooth, natural, and the slightly bolder Maduro. And every cigar is about $5. 
You know as well as I do, Dave, Jose Dominguez is no $5 cigar. It's worth so much more. It's a sensational value. Okay, here's the end of the donut. You ready? Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. This is George Padron from Padron Cigars. You're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. Does this rag smell like chloroform to you? <laughs> we're back, and we're smoking the Eric P. Hansen, a cigar that is going to come out in time for Christmas, at, at least, right? Yes. At least for Christmas. Uh, we're with Eric Better Wentworth. bump that from, up to overnight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're with Eric Wentworth from Hammer and Sickle Cigars, and... Um, before I went to break, I said, uh, I just mentioned the word, and that was it, and everybody's riled up. Uh, Mr. Jonathan oh, people said, are taking action on the chat room. Mr. Jonathan said, I can't do a push-up. Right. Not one. Not even one. No, can't do it. Someone said five. There's no way. There's no way. But there's no way of one. There's, there's no the, way of one. There's no way of one. Okay. Now, now so, they want burpees in the chat room. He doesn't even know what that <laughs> is. I don't even know what that is. They, that didn't exist when he was working <laughs> oh, yeah, out yeah. Burpees, 30 years ago. Uh, I can burp. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? You don't want to know. No? No. You, let's, oh. let's not waste any more time. We have, All right. We've got to get the show done in two All right. hours. So. Let's let's get a little wagering just between me and you because he takes my money when when he wagers. I'm oh, going to yeah. take his. Okay. So zero push-ups is what you're saying. I'm going to get, and I'm right. going to give you twenty dollars if I can't do one. Okay. And then if I do do one, you give me twenty dollars for every one I do. But who's the judge of whether it's a legitimate push-up? Because that's where the argument's going. We'll argue after the fact. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You're on. You're on. You're on. I'm taking your money. Okay. Take my money. All right. Mm-hmm. So what I did is record it, and I gave it to Ed Sullivan so he could play it. So the <laughs> audience that's watching on YouTube or Facebook can see it. And, right. and this is, they, they couldn't just watch you do a push-up right there. He can angle the camera I don't know down if and, they could, and, and you wouldn't have the right angle, I don't think. Yeah. Certainly could do it here, too. But no. just see what you think. It's, it's one minute and ten seconds long. Give it a look, and you're going to hear me narrate it as it goes on. And so those that are just listening can hear. This is already it, suspect. If you're just listening, I would encourage you to go check out the video. So, yeah, yeah, so we're about we're, an hour 41 hour, hour 40 into the show. Here it comes. This is amazing. Uh-oh, wrong one. What the hell is this? <laughs> this is funny, too. Why am I on the TV? That's, um, that's Jonathan doing karaoke. Yeah, we'll get... <laughs> oh, we, we, we'll get to that full version another time. The hell was that? You recorded it? <laughs> I recorded it. No, this is the good stuff. We'll, we'll right save here. that for next week. We'll see how this is. Okay, so I can't do a push up? No. I you think can't. I can. I, I haven't done one maybe in at least 30 years. I like years. that you're on a child's mat. Right now. And, uh, getting ready I'm for his tummy it. time because that's uh, what's going to happen. I'm going to take my glasses off of this in case. Uh, Trouble happens. Uh, so let me line up and get ready for this push-up. We're talking military-style push-ups. Um, it would be it would be uh, unfair if I just do a push-up. Period. That's it. I think um, we can make it even tougher by putting a human on me. So a human being no sits way. on my shoulders, <laughs> and then I do a push-up. Not happening. Uh, we have a human being here. There's one. Come on and sit on my shoulders. And we'll see if I can do a push-up. Is it Barry? 
Come on. That would <laughs> be on, a, that would be impressive. All right. Oh, I see. <laughs> you just needed another way to get the freaking baby on the show. Oh, he's a dog. Oh. <laughs> take a human being off. Yeah, you gotta take a human being off. So I can go push up. That, that is not a that is not a push up. That's crazy. Crazy. There was movement. <laughs> there was yeah, movement. There was one and a half. <laughs> so is that thirty dollars? What is that? No, it's no. Is it, is it that is not a push. Forty dollars. You didn't touch your chest to the floor or your nose. Oh, my chest hit the hit the floor. High. Your belly hit the floor. <laughs> well, if that's the thing that's you owe twenty bucks, Jonathan. What do you think? You think twenty? Twenty. Yeah, what do you think? Thirty? I saw one and a half. Half stone. Thirty. Count. How much do you think? Uh, $120. $120. Well, just because. I don't it know. It could be $20, $40, or anything in between. It's oh, right. I'll, I'll go with $30. $30, $20. So, um, $22.50. $22.50. All right. You up for $22.50, or you, you staying with zero? $22.50? Yeah. How is it? I got. A, a, I'll give you a, twenty bucks because I I want to I want to congratulate you for finding a way to circumvent the rule of no more baby pictures. <laughs> you got the kid up. That was very creative. So I'm going to give you twenty bucks for your creativity. It is under protest on the push-ups. Those were not push-ups. By the way, Tom Criswell says it looked like a beached sea lion. I know. <laughs> I know what I look like. That's just mean. All right. It's Everybody, time for everybody the- send your push-ups into the Cigar Authority and let's see what you got. And, and you got to be oh. over 250 to, to pull this off and under five foot five. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> time for the Romeo and Julieta best email of the week brought to you by Romeo and Julieta Cigars. This week's prize is a uh, these are all branded. You got a pen, playing cards, a Bluetooth speaker, and a band bank. All from the folks at Romeo and Julia. We Julietta. keep doing this. Is this the last one? They sent us six. Uh, I think this is the fourth, so there might be a couple oh, really? more. Okay. I'll check Nothing's the number, on. Wrong with it. I'll check the number on Monday. Both things are great, but usually we were changing them up every month, but that's okay. Again, uh, they're probably waiting for one of those containers in the ocean right now, right? This probably. Is, yes. This is the second or third week in a row where the email accidentally ends up tying something in Okay. Hmm. from the show. All right. Uh, Steve writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com and the subject line is Kowloon's. Oh, oh my. Here's my idea for a multi-day Cigar Authority event. Provide guys with a Kowloon restaurant experience after they arrive or prior to departure to from Boston's Logan Airport. It could include a price-fixed menu and the guys would simply choose Mr. Jonathan's, Ed's, Barry's, or Dave's choice of a five-course meal. I Truth got, is, I got this. No problem. <laughs> yeah, we don't order at yeah. Kowloon. Dave orders. Yeah. Uh, truth is, I want to know what's on the slip of paper Dave keeps in his wallet. And yes, everybody does. We'll I can have a handle book. the truth. We'll have a book on that someday. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe even ask if Kowloon's will allow you to have cardboard cutouts of all four of you for the weekend so that we can have their picture taken with you. Oh, I'll be there. Uh, we'll ex- be there. Yeah. 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 You think you're going to Kowloon's and we're not? <laughs> if, if they're still open. Right. right. Keep right. up the good work. Kowloon is being sold off. Steve. It's the largest. Um, Chinese restaurant in the United States, mm-hmm. I believe, 
and it is and maybe the sold. world. It is not to as a restaurant. It's being sold as property. Yeah, you know, what a shame. Wow. We're seeing a lot of that. Okay, number two. All right, number two is Brandon writing through the contact us page of the CigarAuthority.com. Gents, I cannot believe I'm writing this, but it happened again on the after show. Stop shitting on Mr. J about not getting the COVID vaccine. I am all for breaking balls. However, this topic is just annoying with the current news cycle. Your New Hampshire state motto is live free or die, which you are currently shitting on as personal choice. Of dying. Stick. (laughs) (laughs) He chooses to die. Stick to what we all love, making fun of his sexual preference, dancing partners, and overall shitty personality. I mean, come on, guys. He gives you an unbelievable amount of stuff to work with. Good monthly show segment. Employee of the month gets to tase Mr. J live on the show. <laughs> I like it. Thanks, Brandon. These guys will work their ass off. To yeah. Oh, yeah. That. Can we pick where we tase him? Yeah. What, sure. What makes you think you're ever going to come in first place? Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do whatever Please. it takes to win because I'm tasing you right in the nuts. Try coming That's in first the place one thing time. That I need. That's the exact carrot that, <laughs> yeah. that I need. To actually push these guys. Mm-hmm. I think it'll work. All right. And number three, which you choose is the best. Number three so is the one I'm voting for. We'll be the judge of that. Uh, Alan writes through the contact us page of the cigarauthority.com. Let's cut straight to the point. Listening to Saturday's show as always, and it felt empty. Something felt off, almost eerie, uneasy. And then it clicked once I heard Jonathan's cold, lifeless, feminine voice <laughs> giving the cigar description. I missed Barry. Well, I realized how necessary Barry is. Barry's cigar knowledge counterbalances oh, Jonathan's confusion between a hygrometer and a hydrometer. <laughs> Barry's tough, rough, masculine tone balances out Jonathan's Michael Jackson-esque pitched voice. Your wife has email? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and his admiration for the American hero RuPaul. Uh, I mean, I do look up to they... Uh, just like a great cigar, <laughs> Barry brings balance. Don't leave us again. Thanks in advance. That's Alan. Well, mm. you pick it. You pick that. Uh, how could I not? Uh, I mean, the, his description of my voice is absolutely priceless. See, I'm torn. Yeah, Any Kowloon's email I'm going is a with, good one. I'm going with number two because number three made me uncomfortable. <laughs> wow, you're going with number two. He got number three. Kowloon? Yeah. And I can say Kowloon. I think that's a great addition to the event. If it's still around. The problem is people are coming from everywhere. I know. So, But it, it is near the airport, right? You yeah, but people are coming in all different hours. You'd say leave from here and everybody go. Yeah, we'd have know. to rent numerous buses. Well, it could, be yeah. the, it could be the dinner idea on the Friday night. Mm-hmm. Go to Kowloon's and then everybody come back to my place, sit around the fire. Go to your house? Yeah. I got Why? a horseshoe pit. Really? Have a good time. We'll have to look into that. How, how will your neighbors feel about that? Uh, well, I am a good neighbor. Right. Are you? We'll <laughs> find out. We'll find out on the after show. Because in the after show, um, we will be talking about would you invest into a cigar business? And one of the questions that's going to come out is, are you a good neighbor, by the way? But um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to voting for Kowloon. Kowloon. Number two. All right. Number three. I can't believe Kowloon's actually won. It, that's actually a something we like at, good ideas it's right? a good idea i like a good idea i mean we like shitting on john i like a good idea and i like Kowloon's. So <laughs> all right it, it's a winner that yeah. would be a pick for me but right now it's time to ask the don don Raphael cigars 
It's time to ask the Don. Brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Don Rafael. Don Rafael Cigars are premium cigars. They are mellow and smooth, and they're built for every man's everyday enjoyment. Don Rafael Cigars. You know they pay for that commercial. It's the only part that friggin' matters. Dave, so keep shitting on it. You gotta do something good. Dave, did you know it's a premium cigar? Mellow. Horrible. It's the worst. Can we do the worst exactly. commercials of all time? Train wreck. All right. This question is, I have a perfect cutter. Should I upgrade to an open back cutter or is a closed back cutter fine? Do you smoke torpedoes? Yeah. There's See, the perfect that- cutter is perfect for just starting out, but now you know you should know by now how to cut a cigar. That's That cutter yeah. showed you. The proper amount to cut off. It's training wheels. Yeah, right? it's time to take off the training wheels and graduate and get the absolute perfect cutter. Well, get yourself a Jaws cutter from Lotus. Yeah. Yep. The one exception is I like the perfect cutter in the car. Yes. Because then I don't have to, you know, be as That's focused. Yeah. On but the now cut. that the car drives itself, I found that. Yeah, you the, can take all the time you need. Yeah. Uh, I put it into drive mode, then I can, <laughs> I do it. Nice. Right. So, but before so I that, would say for, yes, I've for, cut wrong because I'm trying to pay attention for to the this road. person. Unless they want to buy a Tesla, maybe just move the perfect cutter to the car. Yes. and pick up the yeah. the Lotus Jaws. What you're not smoking in your car? You should well, be smoking well, you in should your car. Be. Absolutely, but you got to go back to an old show to learn now, how to do it properly. I'll I'll tell you this: uh, the cutter that I use almost every day, it's in my pocket right now, is a perfect cutter. It is capable of cutting a torpedo. Ah, because, because it has the hole in it. Yes, it does both. Uh, the giant thing. This happens. one is put out by Calibri. It's a deep V on one side. It's a perfect cutter on the other side. And what I love about this, speaking about cutting in the car, Ed Sullivan, yep. when I close this cutter, it, the benefit of the perfect cutter in the car is it captures yep. the cap. Yep. Yes. And so make schmuckus. No, yeah. schmuckus. It is an ideal cutter for the car. It's an industry term. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dave, there's a I'll cut. I'll learn it soon. Ted Hughes came up with a, a show idea that's been seconded in the chat room. All right. They want a show based on explaining terms to Dave that he doesn't know. Like yes. burpees. How the hell... Burpees. How the hell are we going to know what he doesn't know? You're going to need a lot of shows. Oh, uh, we can take a guess. It. And then if I do know what it is, <laughs> I get a prize. Uh, I make 20 bucks. For, for example, <laughs> someone was having a conversation in front of him about a Roman war helmet. And I'm not getting into it, so Barry, don't say anything. <laughs> well, you got to go to the ash holes. <laughs> last the episode, but Jen explains he it. Is, he stops the conversation and says, well, but, 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 I don't know what this Roman war helmet is. So then Trevor has to explain <laughs> it to him. And he falls off his chair laughing, <laughs> thinking it's the funniest thing ever. Then a customer came in and asked yeah. if he could give you <laughs> give you that. So, so, Dave, maybe for this show, we put our heads together, come up with the terminology, and then it's a game. Yes. Do you know more than we stump you on? Yes. Ah. Ah. Ah, then I have to go to Urban Dictionary for this show. No, you've got go, you to know it. You have to know it. Because if you don't know it... Well, the thing about Urban Dictionary is everything's listed on there, so you can go through and be like, oh, yeah, he definitely doesn't know what yeah, a shocker is. Yep. <laughs> All right. But but do you know what it is? Or you just learned it at that moment? That's can, not fair. I can show you the symbol if you need me to. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> no idea what you're talking about. Two in the pink, one in the stink. The oh, wow. All right, parents. <laughs> all right. So Jesus. It's all, it's all vulgar, vulgar shit. Yeah. Is, is yeah anything's no, good. I, anything have to do but with... He said like a burpee. That's not vulgar. Okay. It's true. Yeah. We'll right. figure it out. All right. <laughs> all right. Let's get to the classic three-way brought to you by Classic Cigars. It's time for this day in classic history. Brought to you by Classic Cigars. Classic Cigars are now the most affordable cigar brand in America. With prices as low as $1.50, this cigar has something for everyone. The Classic Connecticut is light and smooth. The Classic Maduro is bold, but never overpowering. The Classic Cameroon sits somewhere in between with hints of sweetness. And the Classic Cuban is a real knockoff of the taste and flavors from old-time Havana's. Classic cigars are sold in cost-saving bundles of 20 and sold in five great sizes, ranging from $1.50 to $2.25 per cigar, which makes Classic the most affordable, premium, handmade cigar in America. Classic cigars. All right. October 2nd, I got three questions, two by tiebreakers. Eric, you know how to play this. I don't have to tell you. Born today, Gordon oh. Sumner. Gordon stink. Sum- That's sting. 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 Who holds a reputation as the, one of the most talented musicians and literate songwriters in the world? You agree? Sure. He I has led the, as bassist in rock of the rock band Police between '77 and '84 before successfully launching his solo career. Mr. Jonathan, what year was Sting born? 1940. 40. Eric. 51. 51. My pen's not working. 49. 49. Somebody has two points. Eric Wentworth, two oh, points. Get out of here. Uh, who's the idiot now, Jonathan? <laughs> Over to Eric Wentworth, who, by the way, we, we this is three and two tiebreakers if needed. The, the, the guest has been winning every single every, time. Yeah. Born today, Groucho Marx. Julius, Julius is his real first name. Groucho Marx, American comedian from the Marx Brothers, and you bet your life. He was born in New York City, New York. He died. Cigar smoker. Cigar smoker. He died in 77, but he was born today. What year? 1920. 1920. 1899. Of the day, two points to tie Eric, or else our our uh, guest wins again. Born today, George McFarlane, American actor from Spanky and Our Gang, Little Rascals. You don't know who that is? No. Spanky? Spanky? No idea. Your favorite rascal, Spanky? <laughs> I have no idea. Born in Dallas, Texas. He died in 1993. Okay, that helps you. But Spanky was born today. What year? You know who Spanky is? Sure. 1915. 1915, he says. Uh, 1899. 1899. I, I went 1920. 1920 <laughs> for the point and win 1928. Eric gets three points, one for Mr. Jonathan, zero for Barry. It, we got something going on here that each and every week... That the guest that you slip the answers to the guest. I do I not gotcha. slip the answers gotcha. to anybody. You didn't even know who Spanky was. And your mm-hmm. job this weekend is to watch a little rascal and learn who Spanky McFarlane was. Absolutely, mm-hmm. uh, he was he was a hero to most. He, you know who he Alfalfa was, was? Never meant shit to me. I know who the little rascals oh, okay. are from but the later rendition of Buckwheat. It. Buckwheat. Oh, I, know the, I knew the older one or mm-hmm. the newer one. All right. This is the original, the first and only. All right, that's it. That's it. that's all we have. What do you think? Last, last call here on the Eric P. Hansen. 
Very good. What are we talking about? How much? How much a cigar? We were twelve dollars. Uh, I think it's right around fifteen. Fifteen. Mm-hmm. Fifteen. I think is what it's going to retail. I like it better than version one. Mm. The first right. memorial. I have a full Thank box you. of version one still sealed, mm. and I will have a a box of number two put right beside it. Yes. Uh, I love Derek Hansen, and I will. Uh, Great we, guy. we would share a cigar. I don't know what I end up doing in the future. I'm going to have to have the cigar with him as years go on, and. I mean, yeah, you could with, say it with, with a little the, excitement. With the, <laughs> very depressing. <laughs> with the I guess, I guess I could have a cigar with, with Eric. And remember, number two works for you. That's right. Okay, that's it. Next week, rare and limited cigars. Are they all that or not? Uh, are they worth the chase? We're going to dig into it. Until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And it's quite possible that you learned something today which makes you The Cigar Authority. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.